It's a positive film. It has heroes and villains, and uh, that it essentially uh, is a fun movie to watch. It's been a long time since people have been able to go to the movies and see a sort of straightforward, wholesome, fun adventure. Well, it's a fantasy. It's not science fiction so much as it is space fantasy, and it's about people. It's about. It's finally about people and not finally about science. The story, when you actually put it into words, is only so much nonsense to hang a great visual experience onto. It's the stuff that fairy tales are made of. Sort of boiling down religion into a very basic concept: uh, the fact that there is some deity or some power or some force. That sort of controls our destiny,、uh, works for good and also works for evil. Marvelous, healthy innocence, great taste, wonderful to look at, full of guts, nothing unpleasant. I mean, people go bang bang and people fall over and are dead, but you know, no horrors. A sort of wonderful freshness about it, a kind of like a wonderful fresh air. It's got whatever you want it to be. It's a, it's pure entertainment. It's like a roller coaster ride, and it can be interpreted as long as you enjoy it, which is the intention. Hello and welcome back to Generation Skywalker and episode 18 of the Modern Way. I'm Dan Burgess, and if you haven't guessed it already, we haven't got Stuart with us this month, and we haven't got Craig, and we haven't got Mark. But joining me this month and my wingman, Maverick to my goose, I've got Jez with me. How are you doing, Jez? Yeah, good evening, mate. I'm very well, thank you. We're on our own tonight, but maybe not. So, if I'm Goose and you're Maverick, what does that make our? What do you think that makes our guest? Oh, I don't know, Kelly McGillis. Oh, I was going to say Ice Man, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's all <awkward>. good. <laughs> so we have got with us. It is with me great pleasure to introduce Mr. Dave Tree. How are you doing, Dave? Hey guys. Well, no, thanks for having me on. This is a real honour. It's great that I've been called up to do this because. After Attack of the Clones month, that burnout on everyone, that strain of like literally putting out all that content, all related to Attack of the Clones. I mean, if that was just one thing, that's hard enough. But like because of the amount that you guys did, it's no surprise, you know, it, the, the numbers have fallen. But <laughs> like you know, if, if I'm if I'm here for the backup, first of all, I'm sorry. But like second of all, it's a great honour to be here. So thank you very much, Dice Man. You are completely <laughs> welcome.、Um, <he> says, <laughs> Burying himself out of the big hole he's just dug. So、um, yeah, Iceman Viper, you call yourself what you want. What, what do you, I think. Do you reckon? What do you reckon Stu is? I reckon he's Jester. I reckon he'd be Jester. <laughs> oh, you can't beat a bit of Michael Ironside, can you? So, like, <laughs> I was going to go, yeehaw, Jester's dead, but that's probably not.、Um, that's not a nice thing to say. It's not here. But... <laughs> Cool. Okay, so Dave, we obviously know you from Farthest From and and all the all the 
the shows you put on down in Fording Bridge, and we, we know you, you own a toy shop. But in terms of modern, what's your what's your collecting habits? What do you what do you pick up modern wise? I'm in a possibly enviable situation of right running a toy store, and I do a lot of work with Hasbro, and I do a lot of work with Lego. So you are seeing all these things, and you're you're constantly promoting them, particularly the way that on the Hasbro side of things work now. It's all done in advance you know it's all pre-order not like necessarily look what's coming today it's in hand it's a new toy type thing and similar to yourselves where you've taken on generation skywalker as an endeavor when you start like literally looking into these things you start getting sidetracked from what you would traditionally be doing and, and be interested in and you start picking up all like well maybe not so much yourself daniel but like certainly i know on jez and stew's side of things and, and and mark my god you know Hasn't he come a long way? But like the, <laughs> the, 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 the fact that you, you're sort of being subjected to this stuff, it's quite easy to get diverted. So I don't collect everything, but I do collect a lot. But what I do, what I do is, is always, um, I always, for, for, for a long time now, I just go for the things that I love uh and uh, i like the look of and, and quite often you get uh influenced by other people as well so their feedback and they say oh no if you've not got this you know you want to like you know get one of those while you, while you can but i open things up because i like to engage and and interact with it and i just recently picked up a vintage collection migs mayfeld and i gotta be honest i think that is possibly the best action figure i've seen so far this year it's 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 absolutely perfect even in its diminutive size so yeah i but i i haven't got the full mandalorian collection if if that makes any sense i'm not going for like you know uh, a focus i'm not going for any theme it's just completely random and the the great thing on that is you're never like necessarily disappointed because you're always going for the things that you want not not necessarily tied down to the things that you feel like you have to get or you're you're uh obliged to get but the 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 drawback of that is you end up with a ton of stuff because if you can then multiply that with all the different Star Wars licenses and then you multiply that not just for like Star Wars but like all the other toy lines, particularly when you run a toy shop that you have a passing interest in, be it like Transformers, G.I. Joe, Masters of the Universe and so, you know, Ghostbusters, so on and so forth. You end up like, you know, just being buried in this stuff. It's it's crazy. On the vintage collection, I'm trying to be good with that. So I've only been I only I've only been buying the Rogue One figures. I, I let go of all my Mandalorian ones, but I've got a good friend of mine, Gavin, who came around a couple of months ago because he had a bunch of his vintage stuff that he was selling and he saw my collecting room and he was like holy so he's decided now that he's even though he sold his vintage he's, he started picking up all of the uh the vintage collection mandalorian figures and he keeps sending me these <laughs> i don't think his wife's particularly happy he sold all this stuff and now he's, he's buying it all back how, how many times have we been through that uh yeah. in, in, in one form or another or or you think you're done with this and then you know like a boomerang or a bad penny you start picking it up again and you say oh but uh, yeah g- genuinely that's half the fun anyway is, is is the chasing down and the acquisition of this stuff not necessarily always just owning it there's a lot to be said about the fun of actually like researching it and digging it out and finding it and getting hold of it absolutely and it is a lot to keep on top of as well isn't it if you know until we really started looking at this and we're doing this a couple of years now it's the amount of product coming out is just crazy it's just <laughs> relentless you think you go a couple of weeks oh they haven't done much the last couple of weeks and then you just get a barrage of it i think there's like 80 or 90 black series and vintage collection figures on pre-order at the minute oh, it, it is it is quite crazy the way that i mean and you would have thought with in a non-movie year and with 
uh, a global pandemic going on as well that you would have thought that there would have been you, you could almost understand that if they almost dialed things back a little bit but no like you say and that's not necessarily just star wars either it's like across the board with, with respect to hasbro they have literally been maxing this stuff out across all of their brands like transformers and marvel mm. marvel is just insane i i genuinely feel sorry for marvel legends collectors because they are probably pumping out seven like a, a whole wave of figures like seven figures at a time or eight figures almost on a monthly basis <laughs> you just can't keep up with it <laughs> it's just absolutely crazy and what's your view so well, well, i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you all these questions because you've got your own here. <laughs> sure. take advantage so with the with the marvel figures so my, my boy collects some of those so you know if we see him in the shop he'll, he'll go hot oh, dad can i get one and 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 last year they had the what if series didn't they so there was the what if series yeah. if, and they had a zombie captain america and a spider-man with doctor strange cape and, and, and a handful of others and they literally landed a weekend or two. It felt like they landed a weekend or two after those episodes were released on Disney Plus. Yeah. But with Star Wars, they'll announce an Obi Wan Kenobi figure. And we're probably going to get onto in a little bit, but it won't be due out till next January. This, this seems to be such a much longer lead time on the Star Wars stuff than the Marvels. Is that the right perception? So, with respect to uh, action figure design and production, so. A little bit of background in, in, in terms of myself. So I've, I've always been involved with the toy industry in one form or another. And I have done freelance work for, for Hasbro and I've been involved with product design and development on various different action figure ranges like G.I. Joe and Transformers as well, as well as like sort of like third party uh, companies who, with the advent of Kickstarter, have like started doing their own brands and stuff like that. And typically it is about an 18 month production window from the initial concept design through to like that, that product being ready. And I will say that historically Hasbro have always done a pretty good job to have product ready at the time of when it's relevant for its launch. But in the past five years, it's just completely changed, completely changed. And what they do now is uh, they'll have almost like borrowing the early bird certificate concept of, well, we don't actually have this thing ready, but we'll show you a picture. And that's as good as enough, you know, because mm. you, you, you're watching it on, on telly at the moment. So we'll, we'll give you uh, a picture of a Mandalorian figure that we're going to have because you're watching the Mandalorian, but it won't be out for another six months. And, and we'll say it won't be out for another 12 months, but we'll, we'll try and get it out quicker. Honestly, there's there's no excuse for that because you're talking about one of the world's biggest toy companies. Uh, they should be able to do it. Now, whether or not that is, it's not necessarily all at Hasbro's feet. It could actually be partly in a, a Disney thing that they are tighter with their controls of that information being out there. Now, where I said about the 18 months, during the Clone Wars era, uh, like uh, the, the animated cartoon, Lucasfilm would work very closely with Hasbro and provide um, images of, of characters and notes. Uh, and even though and, and the, the episodes might not necessarily be fleshed out, you would have kind of almost like a bit of more, more sort of like concepts to go on. And that is why in, in that, if you, if you look at that, like, toy line, you had some very strange characters that only appeared in one episode or, or mm -hmm. 
you know, blink and you miss them kind of thing. But they they still got an action figure made of it. And that was because at that point in time, the decision was made to make that a- action figure and not much information was not known about it. And Lucasfilm would say, yep, yeah, that's great. We'll do that. And then maybe Hasbro would have some input and say, well, look, we kind of want to like do some more clones because it's cheap we've done the design you know can we bring in new colorways you know and 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 it'd be a back and forth going on on that front but fundamentally the product would be ready when that episode or that season would come about give or take not always but for the majority of it and the last time you really saw that was force awakens and that's how you ended up with things like constable zuvio sergeant clank uh hassock thugs all of these things that were literally like genuine truly background characters which i love by the way the product was ready and it came out in successive waves waves before the movie during the movie and then after the movie um and that was really the last time that hasbro properly handled a brand launch because Mm. by the time you got to the last jedi it was just not even background characters it was the the majority of it was all like rehashes and 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 people that you knew you were going to have like ray finn poe kylo and and whatnot you know it wasn't really that big and then from there it was almost like well let's just transfer this purely to a pre-order thing uh a preview thing um and so we're, we're we're hitting the hype but there is no product there is there is no physical thing so it's really frustrating particularly as a retailer because you're being harassed i was gonna say are you getting mums and mums coming in looking for their kids for a mando for christmas no no not not it's it's from collectors because the other thing that hasbro now do is there is no simultaneous launch like you know know, 10 years ago you would have when something is launched everybody got the stock at the same time and Mm. it didn't matter where you were if you were big small you know it all all in the distribution chain it went boom simultaneous now you get drip fed uh so you won't necessarily get uh the full wave of figures you'll get one figure and then you'll be waiting months for other figures to turn up or even within that one figure you'll get say 10 percent of your first of, of your the order that you made and then next week you'll get another 10 percent, and then you won't get anything for a month and then you'll get another 10 percent. so you get all these people who've been sat waiting their expectations because they they've mentally bought this you know six months ago you know and they see on facebook someone's got their their figure through so it's like where where is it where's mine you know give you an update on this order and every single retailer is in the same boat but getting all of the understandably the the grievances from all the customers <laughs> and hasbro doesn't have to manage any of that yeah. um because they, they've created that situation of this pre-order of making everybody to commit mentally months and months in advance you know they without actually sort of like seeing it and it's also sort of like semi-self-destructive as well because you you particularly with pulse and with Haslab, mike i'm really going sidetrack here sorry but like has Haslab and pulse are actually very bad for the collecting for the future of collecting and and a lot of people will may poo-poo this but Haslab means that you will never walk into a toy shop and you will never see the big Millennium Falcon on on a shelf anymore. You know, those must have big statement pieces for Christmas. You'll never see that. You know, that that is now completely eliminated that. So you won't have the wide distribution of this stuff, which is actually marketing the the, the toys. Mm. Um, You know, we're we're in a position within the the Star Wars toy market that you don't have anything new coming in at the 
at the lower levels. You've got like the Jedi Force, but there's no kind of cheap version of an of an action figure. It's Jedi Force, and then straight into like sixteen ninety nine now, which is yeah. not a price point for kids. You know, I can tell you that as someone who sells toys for a living, sixteen ninety nine on Lego, you'll get away with sixteen ninety nine on an action figure. No. You know, the, the, it's like Pokemon cards. You know, the parent will go, no, you're not having that. So you need something cheaper. You know, you need you need a sub 10 pound line to kind of be there. That's not necessarily the preschool perception of like the galactic heroes or, or, or Jedi Force or whatever. It, you know, they change the name to each time. Mm. But when you've also then got Pulse in the mix as well, that's bad because all Hasbro are wanting to do is eliminate all the retailers and sell direct to consumer. Now, reason that that's bad is two for one is if Hasbro do that, they're actually making money hand over fist because they are having the retailers margin as well as the wholesale margin and selling to to the consumer. Obviously, I'm going to say that as a retailer, but where this is like bad as uh, from a consumer level, if you're not seeing what is going on, you are literally just tied to that one channel. And it's not really been discussed, but Hasbro have even been scalping their own product before pack. And that was in the UK. That was like about 45 quid, 46, seven quid. Yeah. And then yeah. they upped it to like buy a tenner. Didn't they get, they got a load of lash back. There was a load of backlash over there, yeah. wasn't there? And they had to drop it back down. Yeah. All their other figure packs were still the same price. So it's like you are literally scalping your own product that you're already doubling your money on because you're not paying a retailer's margin. And you, you're really taking advantage of your consumer base there. And you'll, you'll start seeing this. So you won't get like retailer exclusives. It'll all just tie back into like Pulse and things like that. And it, it's quite a dangerous sort of scenario to potentially go towards. And it's inevitable. It will ultimately be that in one form or another. But yeah, Hasbro are playing very strategic moves at the moment with HasLab. You know, we're getting you to commit to something. And if it doesn't work, we won't make it one of the world's biggest toy companies don't need to do that you know you should just do it you've also got like the pre-order of like we're getting you to commit to something way in advance of it actually being ready even as a pulse member the free postage is is all you get and i don't think that's enough of a draw to to, want to shop exclusively through hasbro for for, for now there isn't and that's why again beating the drum of the independence you know please support all independence doesn't matter where you get it from as long as you're supporting an independent that is fundamentally the most important thing but You'll find that Pulse will have more and more exclusives. Hmm. So it will be your only outlet. So you will bit by bit become acclimatized to it being your go to because every wave that comes out, there'll be a Pulse exclusive. So you end up just like putting all your orders through Pulse one way or another. You're not going to get your midnight madness anymore. And that's really tragic. It is. It's sad. So what is what is being done to support that brand? And you might get the odd thing here and there. But if you look at for whose advantage is this, you can see that the it's, it's almost like working with a casino you you can see that the house will always win and you can see that hasbro in particular are maneuvering things within the toy industry to benefit themselves and potentially protect themselves as well which may be their sort of like fundamental reasons for doing it but you know you've got lego as a good example who do direct to consumer they have their own brand stores but they still strongly support all the independent channels and you still get things like point of sale displays promotions deals and things like that going on but you you won't find that with hasbro 
and that sounds a bit sort of like uh, snarky but when you're dealing with lots of different manufacturers and brands there are some that are absolutely fantastic to work with and there are some that you're just like a payphone yeah you're just pumping money into this thing all the time and you're wondering where do you see the relationship in this a really good company British company that is absolutely fantastic to work with is Games Workshop now they do all the space marines and stuff like that but they understand it absolutely fundamentally even with their stores the most difficult thing is to get people to come into their store so what they'll do is they will support any independent that has their products they will give uh, free delivery every single week for one order you know so it could be like a pot of paint or it could be a million things they give you a marketing budget so you can spend this on product to give away painting demos you know all of these things they work on you know and they're very very clever they're very very shrewd at what they do but also complete opposite to hasbro they do product release a phenomenal amount of product development and i couldn't even tell you what's happening in two weeks time i can only tell you what's happening next week but when that goes up on pre-order the following week it's delivered to you yeah so there's a seven day window of pre-order for that for that product and what that shows you is that it can work because those guys have gone from strength to strength to strength i mean they they, they were in the gutter like nearly 10 years ago and they've managed to really turn it around and they've managed to turn it around with working with their their retailers and understanding how to 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 market this stuff to support how it's marketed and then also still maintaining incredible product development in in the same way that hasbro do and do it in the way that you're not kind of waiting forever we'll show you on saturday but next saturday you can walk into a store and pick it up you know it's brilliant and you know playmobil fantastic lego's fantastic but hasbro Hasbro, Hasbro do a lot of really good things, but ha, you know, like I said, when when the when you've got an ulterior motive going on and it's is it, starting to really shine through, particularly with Pulse and Haslab, I don't think they are necessarily interested in in the toy retail markets as we we've, we've grown up with over the years. That's brilliant. That's been brilliant to listen to, Dave. Really. <laughs> But we've got a flavour of where you are with all of this. Talking of, I think, pumping money into the machine, I think it's a good time to talk about Jez's new acquisitions because you mentioned Mark has, has turned around on Modern, but I think Jez has too in the last month or so. Oh. <laughs> yeah. If I look back at the conversation when we had the Farthest From Roundup where we were talking about things changing and people starting to get into Modern, and I think I said... Oh yeah, maybe watch the space. Let's just see what happens. Fast forward just a few months. And yes, I'm a changed person and I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving it. I'm feeling, I don't know, giddy is the wrong term, but I've got this renewed excitement about collecting, collecting Star Wars. It, it's really taken me back to 2009 of what I was like when I first got back into vintage again as, as an adult, as a grown up. And, uh, and I'm loving it. Really didn't see it coming. <laughs> oh, late to the party, but really, really enjoying it. Now I'm here. I think that's really good though, because to be able to like kind of like get back into that and, and be okay with it, because some people are quite sort of like shady about it because they're like worried about, oh, I'm, I'm going, you know, because I've been down this route before, but now I'm only vintage and now I'm kind of like slipping back into these things. Because I get, I get, so I, I get the mick taken out of me all the time for the things that I buy. And I couldn't give two hoots because I'm buying it for me not anybody else yeah, totally. um so i think that's that's amazing that you've done that what i really
really like about this and the world which we're moving into now there's a lot more awareness understanding appreciation of mental health mental health matters and things like that and just what keeps us going what keeps us ticking it and little wins small victories and stuff like that things to sort of look forward to and for me Star Wars collecting was very much part of that it was one of the small joys that we had you know in, in let's face it at the moment things are tough things are tough economically for everyone so vintage mm. collecting from a market point of view struggling with that so I'm losing that buzz losing that hit and I'm now getting that back again be it a trip to the local shop you know I wish I lived close to you Dave but I know that we'll come onto your store and the uh, fantastic <laughs> opportunities that your store can bring not only people who are local but it, in other aspects but even things like eBay and everything else you know getting things for like two pound two pound fifty I'm like this is completely taking me back to 2009 the, yeah it's really weird because now I've got it I've got that when you see when we used to be on the forums and we'd see oh here we go another new collector just getting carried away and hoovering up everything yeah 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 and, yeah. and I'm like that's me <laughs> slow <laughs> down and, and I want to know more I'm trying to discover more and then I was just like oh I've got a spare afternoon Saturday afternoon and yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna take a trip into Reading Town and yeah I know that there's an HMV there and there's an entertainer there and this is exciting I, d- I don't know what I'm gonna get I, I don't know what they'll be you know and I go to one of these toy shops which has got you know the racks got the uh, the vintage collection the vintage collection which we'll come to and I'm there going which one do I want which one do I want it's like I'm a child again <laughs> and then I'm looking at them and now I'm thinking oh there's uh, I'm not going to get the one at the front because that's you know being sort of manhandled and fingered and this that, and the other it might be a little bit bent <laughs> or oh, let me oh which one's straight which one's got the best condition which one's oh let's have a little look at the bubble so there's still an element of me as the sort of vintage collector wanting something to look really good and nice and pristine but also the excitement of getting something new and just thinking do you know what that's probably cost me a pint or two whereas if I'm getting a similar hit from an original vintage sort of you know 78 to 85 run it's a lot more money so for me whilst I'm dealing with all the other pressures of life in the 21st century and and everything else I'm actually getting a lot of joy from doing this and I'm quite happy to talk about that so what are your favourites so you've been sending me pictures all all month of what you've been picking up Jez what's your I would have reeling off the list because there is quite a bit what your what you I don't know top top three or top five bits you've picked up this month sure okay the vintage collection uh, some people love some people you know can take them or leave them what I like about the vintage collection is I'm buying them and I'm buying them to keep on the card um, which again seems strange to people but I, I like the idea of having one from each release on a card and I can very easily then have those displayed but this is becoming more and more difficult because initially I was like right okay so we can have Phantom Menace Attack of the Clones Sith the original trilogy then the, then the sequels right okay so now there's going to be Book of Boba Fett right undoubtedly there'll be an Andor yeah Kenobi and, and, and you think mm, there's probably going to be about 18 or 19 with your solos and your rogue ones and they all add up and now they've got the game greatest ones you know the, the Force Unleashed and Jedi Fallen Order and, and all those other things which are now coming out and you're thinking steady on a bit but that's great the expanded universe and stuff so I, I like that I know some people just think that some of the title titling of them is a little bit lazy some of the titles work really really nicely so you know some of the card designs and card art and stuff like that you've got the clone wars stuff the bad batch it's in itself just to say oh i want one from each Uh, and i think that's a nice little mini sort of side focus to go along you can just do that bit by bit so the vintage collection i think is great when we did the attack of the clones month and we looked at the toys saga collection and we looked at various things in saga and there was that god awful luke jedi (laughs) while he was on bespin Uh, (laughs) 
Jedi Duel yeah. one. It was the Jedi Duel <laughs> one. And I ended up, I've, I've got that. Grant's picked up that for me because I was like, oh that's just God. horrific. Um, it is great. So, so I've got one of those. It is just the most awful thing ever. I mean, you said give me three. That's, I don't know. See, one thing which really surprised me, I thought from the Power of the Force run, I, I love Power of the Force 2 and looking at all the various different things because it's really surprised me with what there is, you know, the expanded universe side of it and then all the bits which they came of all like <laughs> little bits and pieces, didn't they? So you had the, um, yeah, so the flashback yeah, yeah, yeah. photos, I like that side of it. Um, I can't pinpoint it. The 500th uh, figure, the Vader. Oh, what, the Vader in the yeah, meditation yeah, yeah. chamber? The Vader in the little chamber. You know, see, his helmet comes up and down, so, you, you know, you'll you'll see the original sort of old Anakin. I, I loved all that side of stuff. I got a large size action figure, talking Obi-Wan. But these things aren't breaking the bank. But what was interesting, as I said, Power of the Force, I thought we were looking at stuff. You had the original line, which stopped, a bit Bendham's, more on that later, I'm sure, David. But then <laughs> I thought it was the Power of the Force 2. I thought that was the next sort of when it started again. But then only a few days ago, uh, I discovered Star Wars Action Masters yeah. in 1994, which is the sort of all-metal die-cast. Yep, yeah, got one of those, just uh, just arrived today. £2.50, Stormtrooper, carded die-cast Stormtrooper. Boom, £2.50. The, the Action Masters line is really nice as well. I mean, it, it, it's a shame they never went beyond, I think it's seven figures. I think there's two Vaders... Han, Luke, Leia, Obi-Wan, R2 and 3PO. And then there was a mail-away 3PO. If, if you haven't picked up already, but they, they did action masters for like Batman and Terminator and I think there's Predator as well. So you can, where they got all those kind of like jigsaw puzzle bases, you can like piece together like all these other sort of like brands across those, not just with like Star Wars ones. And, and you got like the um, applause figures as well from back then, uh, yeah. which were like sort of like 10 inch and, and Suncoast vinyl figures. They're, they're, they're pretty cool for what they were and cheap nobody exactly. gives a hoot about them <laughs> i have hoovered up so much but uh, the most expensive thing was 18 pounds and that was one of the vintage collection figures right so for me £2.50 £3.50 it's been really interesting it's been good fun uh, and that's part of the collecting process isn't it I think sometimes we can get so serious about it and bogged down and really really worried about it maybe but from this side of it I've loved it and it's educated me it's really heightened my awareness of stuff I was watching Kenobi episode I think it was the first one I'm not going to give any spoilers or anything at all don't worry but there's a particular figure on a particular planet which is visited and I was like hmm, okay this is a completely new uniform in the Star Wars world however it's not new to me I've seen this Star Wars 30th anniversary figures so the 30th anniversary figures came out there was a series of them and you had it was the Macquarie concept art so you had the sort of original Chewie the original Luke Han Vader but you also had this original trooper uh, rebel trooper and that costume up until this point hasn't been in Star Wars it was just concept Concept. And I looked at this when I watched Kenobi. I'm like, that's the um, 30th anniversary tribute. So I quickly bought that. <laughs> Look at you. What you need to do, Dave, is next time you do a father's from is get Jed really drunk <laughs> on a Saturday night and then usher him into your shop at about half eleven. It's going to happen. <laughs> so fire, fire up the card machine. You'll be away. Yeah. Well, uh, well, I've got to say, just as a, a cross promotional opportunity, Stu did a review of the Attack of the Clones sticker album, right? Which is cool. Yeah. But like right at the end of that video, he said this. Cost me 24 quid or something like that and that's a really good night 
Oh my god! If a really good night is sat there with Attack of the Clones stickers, like put them in an album. So, oh, that's what it's come to. Yeah, yeah, that's Stu. But it it really did make me laugh because he was genuinely chuffed with it and and buzzing. But like, it was just the way he was like, you know, if if that had been said in any other context, everybody would like just like purely think that that's um you know someone taking the mick or, or whatever but like he was being serious <laughs> he was like that's amazing so I love it but uh oh. I mean what about yourself Dan? Oh yeah so I've, got, I've, got, I've been, been good lately I've been good when it comes to modern so I've got I've got a little bit of a list so I've picked so it was my birthday end of last month on the 25th of May the unofficial Star Wars day oh, happy so I've got that to look forward to so I picked up I picked up I got given my boy got me the Emperor Palpatine tiki mug so I've added that to my I think that's 24 tiki mugs I've got now nice. <laughs> and uh Craig has been out to the States for celebration, obviously, and he's picked up some of the, the, the tiki sets from the celebration store. So I'm not going to count those yet, though, because they're not in hand. I also got the Red Five Lego helmet and I got the Darth Vader meditation chamber, the Lego one of those as well. So nice. I had fun last weekend putting both of them together. I picked up the Retro Collection Wave 4. These, that's the second wave of Mando figures in the Retro Collection. So I've done an unboxing of those. So that's over on Generation Skywalker, if anyone wants to go and take a look at that. So they're really good. Tell me about the card backs. But yeah, the figures themselves are lovely and I got the Boba Fett Deluxe Hot Toy 2 pack so that's the one that comes with Boba Fett after he's just got his armour back when he yeah, uh, yeah, goes yeah. to rescue what is it the episode The Tragedy when he rescues yep, um, yeah. tries to rescue Baby Yoda and it's got him in his kind of they call it the uh, was it the Nomad Fett but it's more of the Tuscan Fett isn't it when he's got his robes on and his gaffy that's stick right. yeah, yeah. it's really nice The ba- we've been criticising the bases on those quite a bit lately that they're pretty bog standard these come with like the uh, the terrain of, of that planet I don't know what it's called but that planet in uh, the tragedy Tithium, that one we'll, we'll take that or Typhon Typhon and uh, yeah smashed Stormtrooper helmet that you can actually put onto the body of a of a normal Stormtrooper so you could set him up to have yeah, That's whacked neat. a Stormtrooper That's around a nice the head and, touch. yeah it's a really nice figure I was I, I pre-ordered it ages ago and I was kind of like oh it's, you know the best part of 400 quid I won't say that too loud because the wife's next door um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's come though and it's, it's fantastic it's really really good I'm really pleased with that and I think I think that's it so that, that's for the last couple of months so that's not bad for me i have had confirmation though that my luke snowspeeder pilot hot toy is in with customs at the minute so i've just paid 50 quid in customs for that but hopefully that will be it by monday and i can talk about that next month our lives are full of modern goodness it's not all about the vintage new star wars the force awakens toys and action figures are here cool are you ready to bring the adventure of the star wars universe into your home the force is with us and us. Yeah, us too. <laughs> New action figures and playsets for ages six and up. Way up. Battle the evil Kylo Ren. I'm gonna get you in my lightsaber. Or leave it in the box. Stormtroopers attack. Or leave them in the box and never touch them. All your favorite Star Wars heroes and villains. I have Rey and Finn. I have three of each. One to display, one to open, and one just in case. Why? Non-stop Star Wars action, like Chewbacca with clip-on forest armor. Time to suit up. Or just look at him. Radical. Launch into hyperspace with battle action Millennium Falcon with real movie sounds. It's completely movie accurate. No, what are you doing? That's not how it lands. It goes... control the force you control the action they don't fight like that yeah just like doug vader doug vader the power's in your hands 
Does your wife like toys, too? <laughs> Collect them all, and the fun never stops. Each sold separately for children and adult collectors. New Haslab. So Haslab have, well, initially it was accidentally announced. I think it was posted on their website ahead of it being revealed and quickly taken down. But you know what us eagle-eyed Star Wars fans are like? It was quickly picked up and reported online that the, the next Haslab is the Reva lightsaber. So this is a Black Series lightsaber. It's the one from the Kenobi series. So it's one of these, uh, I suppose they call it a, was it a helicopter lightsaber. Hopefully we won't see anybody flying around <laughs> the screen like they did in Rebels of those. And yeah, it's, it's a Black Series lightsaber for 400 and 59.99 if you want to head over to Hasbro Pulse and order that. We did quite a bit of talk about this, Dave. I don't know if you listened or not when the Rancor was, was available. Oh, yes. and yeah. what, 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 what was your view? We'll start with the Rancor and then we'll talk about this. It's good to hear your, your views on the Rancor. I have my own personal feelings that HasLab is not necessarily a good thing for the collector. But if you were going to do a HasLab, I personally feel that if you don't go for this, you've got no hope of ever seeing it again and you could argue that with like unicron from like the transformer line is is a pretty signature thing but it's a nice to have but it's not necessarily integral to your collection so the the rancor falls into that category but nobody asked for a, a, a six inch you know compatible uh, scale compatible rancor mm. and then the things that you have in there weren't really incentives because really if you look at what the black series is made up it's not about play sets it's not about like vehicles or accessories it's just all about figures so you all of your stretch goals should have been figure related and to manage that in the way that they did it was like too little too late and i do think that there was a little bit of backtracking going on and it just at a time when they were like really maxing out a lot of has labs at once because there was ghostbusters going on i think there was star saber on the transformers there was the gi joe Str- sky striker as well um so they had all these things going on and i think it was it wasn't necessarily doomed to fail but like it failed and i think it was unfortunately the design you know, a, lot, a lot of commitment gone in there in design work but i think it was more of a victim of its management rather than it being a product that sucked because i think you know star wars collectors by usual standards will buy anything and i think just the way that that was handled that could have made its goals and been funded but because the way that they, it went about it, it it failed and then it, it didn't get back the support it had running at the same time you had the sky striker from gi joe uh, and that's a vehicle that any gi joe collector has got in their collection you know it was, it was a re it was a new version of it but like it wasn't mm. like oh wow this is our version of like the the sail barge it was kind of like well everybody's got half a dozen sky strikers already and most recent one had been done in the last sort of i think for the uh, 50th anniversary so i think that was 2014 they did the sky striker last so it was you know it, it, it was it was relatively recent being on the shelves at say like $50 and now they were wanting $200 do you see what I mean so like people were yeah. like well, hang on a second but they still managed to fund 
fund it because they then again went in and started offering incentives like you know additional figures and they did like a cobra version so you could do like cobra version of a sky striker and things like that so that as a product that and that was the first gi joe has lab as well but they managed to get that and th- that's the one i would have said would fail um, because, because it's been released so many times before be- because it's been released because it's in everyone's collection what's the incentive and then they were put but they they were then smart about it that they then did a nice little display stand so you could uh, display it you know, like in flight you know the sort of thing that you see with people who do like acrylic stands they then did like deck accessories like loading vehicles and bomb racks and stuff like that they then did exclusive they new character pilots and then they did like cobra versions as well and that actually managed to do way more than i expected you know not just like funded it did do a few stretch goals beyond as well and that's the one i would have said if you just literally gave me a piece of paper with these are the ones we got coming up that's the one i would have said that is, is going to struggle mm. the most I, I think in hindsight with the rancor i mean bearing in mind we've just had book of boba fett and i think that that ended several yeah. weeks after that you'd have thought someone from lucasfilm would have tipped hasbro to nob when they came and you know they, i'm assuming they'd have to take it to had to, to lucasfilm first and say right we're gonna we want to make this someone oh, said do you know what guys hold off for a few weeks we've got um <laughs> and here, got, here's why yeah and and then because it would have got funded right if there would have been yeah. a boba fett related rancor it would have oh it got funded. so so if you if you ended up right with like your classic rancor keeper and then you had machete i've forgotten his name yeah right? I know you the, but that, that <laughs> hit, you know a figure of him you would have been all over it you know yeah um so you could like have like modern rancor or or vintage style rancor yeah i mean i i i wouldn't be at all surprised if it does see the light of day in a different reworking mm. to accommodate for that and maybe that was already on the table and this was like almost a bit like market testing to see just how far can you push these things but you're running the risk of just doing too much of this stuff i suppose that brings us on to this lightsaber then so i, I mean I've, i don't know if you guys have read through the description of it but it sounds pretty bog standard lightsaber fair right so it's mm, the, yeah. the description on there is you've seen how we've brought iconic star wars scenes to life with detailed led force effects lightsabers but this hasbro project is bringing fans something entirely new the black series first integrated double-bladed force fx elite lightsaber this role play item comes with the features you love including progressive ignition blaster deflect battle clash effect and more with coordinated attack technology in the hill and both blades installed led animation and effect sequence play out across the entire six and a half feet lightsaber battle the jedi with both blades you're in control no <laughs> okay that, that that's 459.99 i just don't see it unfortunately so, so that is that's the that is the product yeah. that you make to recruit kids into star wars yeah so you make that as a for argument's sake a 40 50 product not like a an fx saber and that's the thing that will sell like gangbusters because there is a toy store uh, inquisitor lightsaber that mm. you know every kid wants they did it with the um i did it with rebels my boy had a you know a few years yeah was, was it, what's that 2014 there was but, know, they did it with the dark saber and that was brilliant you know yeah. and then they did the the force effects dark saber yeah. the, uh, th- this made not so much th- this is the sort of thing i'd expect to see at a disney park for, for that kind of money and you go mm. oh yeah it's like a galaxy's edge exclusive and then you could see that working out but like but this it'll fund but like i think you reckon it'll fund you think yeah i do i do so it's a thousand and thirty one so so and i'll I'll, and again this is this is very controversial Mm. they can't 
afford too many projects to not fund, right? So you had the Cookie Monster, which I think was a sacrificial one. Yeah. And you, you've had, uh, you, you know, just, just to say that, oh, this doesn't happen, guys. If you don't back it, it doesn't happen. Mm. So no one's going to miss the Cookie Monster. Do you see where I'm coming from? Whereas I don't think they expected the Rancor to do that. But they cannot be seen to lose it again. Now, you did have on Unicron potentially some creative figures going on because there was a huge surge uh, and that thing got funded at a point mm. where it wasn't going to get funded uh, and it was like a, a national holiday and I think once it then funds the fear of missing out kicks in and everybody then starts backing it so overall you still fund it but like yeah. were numbers so, manufactured to make it look like it's funding to then get everybody on board so you've, you've got your figures I don't think that they would allow this to not happen and I and and even if it didn't get the, the minimum number you don't know exactly the, the full picture as a mm. consumer uh, they will tell you these things but there there will be points where they will say this cannot fail so we just make it fund and then people will go oh if I don't back it I'm going to miss out you know because I'm a completist mm. I've what got every think- saber so it, it will fund but I'm not saying it will fund because it's super popular it, it will fund because they won't let it fail I don't think 400, you know. 460 quid it's got a thousand backers and 26 days to go there's no um incentives with this so there are no tiers it is straight up 459.99 for the saber there's you know it comes with a nice stand and that's your lot it just seems yeah. crazy expensive what, what do you think of it jez you just you're going to be buying one of these i've got a controversial theory on the rancor i did mention this in the previous in when we covered it that time it's almost like they wanted it to fail because it was hundreds short there was a big surge at the end they when they did their sort of online thing trying to really promote it and say yeah we're gonna give you this and we'll give you that and now salicious crumb has got the initial b in the middle of it isn't that good they lost backers they they lost about 500 backers they lost about 10 percent of their backers and then there was a big surge at the end because people had fomo and they cut it short they i think they might have even been to quote me if i'm wrong on this they might have been around about 500 backers short or maybe about a thousand i think they might have been up at around about eight and a half thousand or so but if they had kept to open for another 24 hours 48 hours they didn't need to cut it off just like that and they have previous experience of extending something's deadline to get it over the line so they could have extended it they could have said yeah we can see there's a big surge that there is a lot of you know love for this because it had jumped from something like four and a half thousand up to about eight and a half just in the last week or so the way in which it was selling in the last couple of days all they needed was another 24 hours if that and i think they cut the nose off despite the face it does seem like they've got a big hill to to go up to climb with this 5,000 backers. Bearing in mind they're just at 1,037. Doesn't float my boat. I mean, for 500 pounds. So Dave, Dave, yeah. Well, Dave thinks it's going to back. Do you think it will back? No, I think for 500 pound, I could buy 250 carded saga figures. <laughs> <laughs> And still oh. have five hundred pounds to buy the Reva lights. <laughs> yeah. Let's find out. Hopefully, on the next show, we'll know either way. Some yeah. drama unfolds over the next couple of weeks of it. They've been, they've been suspiciously quiet on it, though. I think obviously the announcement was on. You know, it wasn't even at celebration, was it? I don't think. I think it was prior to that. The uh, or maybe it was at celebration. So it was announced on the twenty seventh of May. Maybe it was a celebration thing. So yeah, well, we'll, we'll find out in the next few weeks, anyways. When they start to add incentives, you know, it's struggling. It's struggling. Yeah, but they've said no incentives on this one. I'm sure 
sure I've read that. There are no tears. So let's see if that changes. The next thing on the end, I know Stuart was a big fan of this. He was, he was, I, you know, I won't tell you which way he was going on it yet, Dave, but the, the selfie line on the Black Series, have you had a chance to look at that at all? Yeah. So this is a, the, the exact details haven't been given out as to how this might work. But if you imagine you've always wanted to be your own Star Wars character or, or even a toy action figure, Hasbro will be able to, as an exclusive through their Pulse website, offer a service where you can have your visage printed onto a Black Series figure. How this is going to work is uh, still yet to be kind of fleshed out. But you'll be able to choose your action figure buck. So you could be like an X-Wing pilot or you could be uh, a stormtrooper. And they will print out your likeness in, into a head, in the form of a head, and it will be presented in the form of this action figure as part of the selfie series. Now, there's two two big things to consider. Number one is there's no mention, I believe, of what this... Oh, there, sorry, price is $60. So this is going to be about three times the cost of Black Series figure. But also, everything that you're seeing is the marketing images. Now, marketing images are always going to be the best way to present your product as to how this is going to look when it actually happens happens will be uh, very much wait and see but there was a product a few years ago i think in the disney parks where they did like the the carbonite did you guys yeah. ever see that yeah and i think they did it celebrations as well you could get yourself made in carbonite. yeah so i i would imagine it's a similar process to that that was something that you went in and you you got your head scanned and, and your, your your face scanned but this i'm imagining it's gonna have to be submitting more than one photograph you know it, so for typically of an action figure sculpt you would have front sides and back for a sculptor to do now this is going to be working on some kind of algorithm taking like your features from a photograph so you might I don't think you'd be able to like submit your holiday snaps. I think you will be told you've got to stand against the white background and then have you know take those four pictures uh, or maybe like a three quarter angle and then submit those up upload those up. That will then probably give you a proof to you know approve you know a bit like when you do your passport photos and then yeah. however long it takes for them to do it will then um, be spat out the other end. Now it's quite cool and this is the sort of thing particularly where you got like Father's Day coming up. That's the sort of thing you can imagine would be popular for that sort of thing but as to whether or not really how good it is i don't know because it might be one of those things you just like oh my god do i really look like that <laughs> it's gonna be the problem isn't it because if you you know i think you know uk consumer laws and stuff like that you know if you buy something online you're not happy with it you can send it back but i think the caveat is if it's been personalized in any way you've got less rights so if you do get it through and it's <laughs> not yeah. great you're, 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 you're stuck with it i guess you can't exactly yeah. sell it on ebay can you <laughs> just imagine oh yeah i'm gonna buy that random person yeah it's, it's a bit weird i like the idea of it i i always thought oh yeah i'll get myself some sort of running stormtrooper funko yes. pop <laughs> and this is a way i could just say i'm gonna get a stormtrooper put my face on it i'll be happy with that i think it remains to be seen with that so i think we'll have to we'll have a few people trial it out and paste and post some photos online and see whether they're any good or not i, then, I uh, think what they one. need to do is, is as to whether or not if they're brave enough to do it but i think they kind of need to almost look at the parody market um on this so jez could get his his head on like a, a slave layer body or you know you, you could be a jawa or an e 
Ewok or something like that. Uh, yeah. and, and that is the sort of thing that your mates would then do as like gifting as well. I think that would probably then possibly be more popular than putting yourself in as a as an X-Wing pilot or something like that. But yeah. Put Stu's little face just... on Romba or something like that. There you go. That would work. Exactly. I, I, I'd quite like to get Stuart as an Ewok. I, that would be a nice little thing to have on my shelf. Oh, yeah. But another, another important thing on this is a source of much speculation is shown within the marketing material for this is uh, plastic-free packaging. So it is a box with an open window with the figure strapped to it through like uh, rope cable ties yeah. and then it has a sleeve that goes over the top now I know this has been very much a, a hot topic with particular to Star Wars collectors but all toy companies are under immense pressure to uh, be seen to be doing more about the amount of their, their carbon footprint. Hasbro have been doing plastic free packaging for quite some time on Transformers and the reasons you can do that is because Transformer collectors are not mint in box collectors, they want to take this thing out it's a puzzle they want to change it from one state to the another so they rarely are aren't fussed about packaging so they kind of almost been trialing with that for quite some time before they migrating it across to their other brands i don't think you'll ever lose like the vintage collection bubble thing because they know that uh, the sizzle is as much a thing about it as the sausage black series they probably will go down this route but i don't think you'll see that on like vintage collection but like a lot of people are, are, are looking at this product going oh is this the future of all stars was collecting like no ah oh, this is an outrage i'm out or the other way is <laughs> the retail version will be the plastic free packaging but the hasbro pulse exclusive you'll be able to get mm-hmm. your bubble attached to it through there you know and again it's uh it's up for debate but i i don't they know that that classic look that classic style even though you had those little boxed packs with the stormtrooper and e-web and ahsoka and boba fett i i don't really see that that's what they're doing i think that was kind of more or less like we got like these things that we want to charge more for but we don't want to charge them as like a, a standard yeah make it a box rather than a thing we can put an extra fiver on there it's not worth the extra fiver honestly mm. but it's then you know it, you're justifying it in, in, in one way yeah I think it was Jedi Temple Archives we have seen a picture of a figure that has been mocked up to look like something that's been suggested by an insider at Hasbro which does show a cardboard bubble with a picture of the figure on the front of the bubble but how legit that is i don't know but i guess yeah time will tell with that how far they're willing to go with this so i I, i'm with you dave i think if they moved away from bubbles it would upset a lot of people yeah chez especially now he's collecting finished collections (laughs) i will kick off hard (laughs) no no, it's my planet as well so uh, we've got to do our got to do our best efforts but yeah i'm i don't throw away any of the packaging for me it's uh I just love it. I'm just in a happy mood. It's all good. So, Je- so Jez, we've got the new toy line, the Micro Galaxy Squadron. Can you yeah. can you give us fill us in on that and what that is? Right. Okay, I hope I don't mispronounce this. Jazzwares. Right, the, that's the brand, Jazzwares, behind the Micro Galaxy collection. I'm trying to do something for everyone here. So if you think uh, about sort of the Micro Collection stuff, that, you know, ticks that box. I've also recently purchased the Star Wars Action Masters. I mean, these things are diddy. These are two and a half inch figures, which you think that's pretty ridiculous. It doesn't get much smaller than that. But oh no, these things are even smaller, right? They, I, I don't know if you know from a size point of view what they're like, but the Razor Crest, which they're offering with some figures which are in proportion to that from a scale point of view, the Razor Crest is just seven inches. So they've got a Falcon, which is lovely. That's their sort of flagship ship. Uh, the Falcon's really great. 
spinning cannons, raid, uh, radar dish. It's actually got movement activated sounds and lights. It comes with uh, four figures. It's going to retail at about $45. Undercarriage goes up and down. As I said, the Razorcraft is seven inches and that comes with a carbon freezing area. It comes with, doesn't mention the figures, but it's pictured with grief, Mando and a little pint-sized Grogu. They call it pint-sized, <laughs> but this is a seven inch thing. It's not pint-sized <laughs> at all. It's like shot-sized um, yeah. little Grogu. There's also going to be a second release of the Razorcrest come out, sort of, you know, modified version as the aircraft, as the, the aircraft as the ship had been sort of modified and repaired. There's going to be a second version of that. There's a couple of X-Wings which come with Luke and several different TIE Fighters. So you've got a couple of manned ones, a couple of crewed TIE Fighters to go with non-gendered language, a couple of crewed ones and a couple of uncrewed TIE Fighters. So they're pretty good. Something for each budget. We're talking around about $12.99 for the uncrewed ones up to $16.99. Troop Transport, Slave One, Fire Spray, call it what you want. They call it Boba Fett's ship. And uh, Ventress's ship. I think that looks amazing. Comes with a nice little stand. To give you a, a size idea, speeder bike with a biker scout on that speeder bike. Speeder bike, one inch. So that's the sort of size which you're looking for. A couple of scout walkers. There's an ATST Raider as well as a regular ATST. The Raider made me think of C3PO with his red arm because randomly they've given it like a red and an orange leg. Looks just really peculiar. But Brandon, interesting did, did line. Not, did you not watch the Mandalorian series yeah. one? Episode four. Yeah, that's yeah. what that that's what ATST is from. Did it have a red and an orange leg? Yeah. It was in the dark, so it was in the dark. But... <laughs> I, was, I was probably just looking at the ladies. And then it fell in a bog, didn't it? So like yeah. <laughs> I think, that's yeah. what that is. That's like the, the the mad maxed up version of an ATST that the the Clatterinians were riding around in on that episode. Yeah, right, yeah. Uh, but yeah, something for everyone from the OT <laughs> and then more Disney Plus era. So prices from five ninety nine dollars to forty five dollars. So not exactly breaking the bank. So I I still follow a number of the micro machines pages on Facebook that I joined as part of my the blog that I did on micro machines and there's been a lot of activity on those pages mm. recently about these the micro machines collectors of of, of seen this as kind of the second coming or the third coming <laughs> depends what you count as micro machines but yeah they're uh, they're getting a bit hyped up for these in a good yeah, way yeah yeah yeah, oh, yeah brilliant. It, it, it's action fleet written all over it yeah absolutely um i think i believe it comes in just under the scale of action but right. there's no denying that is what it invokes within anybody who's was into star wars collectibles in the 90s uh the fact that um it comes with like a little crew figure and and as a vehicle as well and they're in different scales i mean i i i think brilliant and then this is the sort of the silly sort of thing that i would just be like i start off and i and i'll go for say like a razor crest or slave one or something like that and then before you know it uh mistakes were made and <laughs> you, you got a shelf full <laughs> yeah because <laughs> i can see myself doing that especially when you, you, you see Seeing things that you've not had before, like the TIE yeah. fighter with the um, folding wings. Uh, yeah, the folding wings. wings. You think, yeah. like, Ventress, oh, yeah. the Ventress ship looks good. Yeah, you, you just like drop into it, and it's an X-wing with like Luke Jedi as well, where right. you don't normally always. You know, it's always in his red five outfit. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll, pro- I'll probably and the troop <laughs> transport. You, 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 I mean, I'm I'm sold already. You know, I'm, I'm an easy person to sell to at the best of times. But like, yeah, I, I think these are great. Do you know what I think with these? The size and the scale i'm just in my work office at the moment and i can just imagine having like the little speeder bike on the on the stand just under one of my monitors at work these, these yeah. are definite sort of desk ornaments for me just to publicly get me geek on hold up 
onto your seat. These Micro Machines are bigger. They're new Star Wars action fleet vehicles from Micro Machines, all action-sized. Look out, Luke, or you've been lunch for the Rancor. The all-new Star Wars action fleet vehicles are here with new Rebel and Imperial forces just like in the movies. Take this, Lord Vader. New Star Wars action fleet vehicles with the all-new Virago from Shadows of the Empire. More action from the action fleet. New Micro Machine Star Wars action fleet vehicles and creatures come with two figures each sold separately. New from Galoo. Okay, so we'll move on from the Micro Galaxy Squadron then, and Jez is going to take us through the Vintage Collection announcements over the last couple of months. <laughs> yeah, Good luck. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, one or two. Let's go and have a cup of tea. So there's been quite a few. Dave, I'm going to be interested to th- see what you think about these as well. But yeah, beginning of April, you had the Ark Trooper Jesse come out, Death Watch Airborne Trooper, the Mandalorian Super Commando Captain. Really like this one. I, I like it because of the-, the horns coming out the top, for want of a better yeah. expression. The, it just looks gnarly, and I think it just looks really, really cool. But it's a Shea Vizsla one, which I think the card art also looks really... I don't know, it's, just, it's all great. I like this one. The Shea Vizsla excites me. I want to know more about that character. It's, it comes with a blaster, comes with flame effects to come out of sort of each of the wrist bits and pieces. I want to know more about this badass girl, Shea Vizsla. You've got Lando Calrissian, which strangely comes on a Battlefront 2 release. And to me, I look at that and then I think, ah, oh, Solo. But Battlefront 2, strange. Imperial Death Trooper, Builder Set. So as we know, they're really getting into the whole Builder Sets. And uh, do we really have to talk about these Chewbacca Retro Collection prototypes? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. At the moment, How many of these have you sold, Dave? How many have you sold? <clears throat> so, <laughs> I hate these products. I, I cannot even literally put into words how awful i think these are hasbro do a lot of great products but this is just just absolute trash um and the fact that people fall for this and go completely bananas is just uh, hilarious <laughs> i know you've covered it before the fact that you know this is not even how like you know the the within the prototyping process let alone the vintage prototypes n- never even like looked resembled anything like this but evader was popular it's the first one your boba fett was popular because it's boba fett your stormtrooper was popular because oh look, it's the this one is the, the start of the slowing down um and it didn't it, all, all the previous ones pretty much sold out within a few hours and the chewy didn't sell out um and you've got the luke that's like popped up and even more so like people were kind of like uh, you know i i think that that bubble has burst on these now. how many variations because i think that what the fet had like six variations i think there was a crazy number yeah. of vader in terms of color combinations how many is the chewbacca and the and the, uh, the, the luke x thing got so from the yeah. fet onwards they've standardized it to six right okay um and i because i think that they were then like oh you know can of worms and there is no they come in boxes of eight and there is no conspiracy that one is more short packed than any others you get one of each and then two you know one two extra but like of different colors right yeah so when you they come in it's not like oh my gosh i'm really short on purple heads uh, because that is the most popular one as a retailer you get requesting I, 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 need, I need a purple headed stormtrooper that is what everybody asks for but you're not like shortlisted on any of these things to like go oh no it's like you know that's the chase variant or whatever so people 
literally manufacture all of this hype on the secondary market and it's just utter hogwash and people are idiots when it comes to this yeah. stuff um i've you know I, i've got no i cannot be apologetic on this front because like if people fall for this and if they're and i'm seeing people spending 45 50 quid on boba fett's which were only out a year ago it's like why you know you're idiots like why would you do that now the luke the luke x-wing is possibly out of the all of the ones that they've done so far makes the most sense because it is a modern figure and it doesn't jeopardize anything and like you've only had that one figure appear on the retro carded collection with the the board game so why not make more of it but like when you're doing chewbacca no one gives a crap about chewbacca within this and then to follow up with luke and then not do han solo it's just like oh it's just such an ill-conceived poor idea Mm -hmm. they then even then use like uh an al williamson style artwork on the cards they oh and they make them the foil carded things and then still pack these in the same way so there's no tissue paper so everybody then gets bent out of shape that cards bent. <laughs> yeah the, the cards look, look scrappy and it's like that's literally because that's how they've come from vietnam to the states then back to europe to a distribution center and then out to you know they're just yeah. literally facing one another and they're just shimmering you know backwards and forwards continuously you know because you have like this wrap around on the card it's not printed card it's 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 a laminate yeah. on top of card so it is going to lift it is going to look a bit scrappy because that's that's literally the nature of that product you you you're trying to shrink wrap cardboard the, the, yeah the cardboard and 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 then collectors all get bent out of shape and it's like there's still 15 quid there's still 16 quid or whatever like your the the your level of expectation that you are placing on this value product far exceeds what it's actually physically worth and and it bring and it sadly it just brings out the the the, the worst the, yeah the worst and the seedier side of like star wars collecting and you just like oh my gosh sorry no, no. <laughs> i breathe i it's really weird at least it, we, it's good to hear that it's not just us when mark goes on about his rants about these things it's good to know. Oh, it's not it, just it, us in our little in our little vintage but you get world. people you get people saying oh yeah i've just placed an order i need six purple ones it's like no you you'll get what you're given and if you've ordered six you get one of each you know because that's the easiest way of doing it you know pe- people literally think that these things are in some way short packed or, or or what have you and if that was the case the first people that would take advantage of that truthfully are the retailers because they'd be like well there's a fast buck to be made here because you see it all the time when it comes to things like trading cards and stuff like that you know if, if there's a short packed one they will limit how you can buy it you can only mm. buy you can only get a short packed one if you buy the whole wave not individually so if everybody's just offering these up and they're not even listing them as individual colors or anything like that you know that, that that's the first giveaway that there is no kind of like secret mm. uh, agenda on this it's the it's the secondary market it's the it's the people that think that this is their retirement fund that enforce that kind of belief you know but it's ridiculous and and hasbro are not going to draw a line in the sand with this it's going to just they're going to flog this one to death um, uh, i think i think it's getting near to this got to be near to death now isn't it <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean, like I said, Luke Luke X Wing went up. Was it last week or the week before? Yeah, something like that. And yeah, uh, they've not sold out yet, and that's the Jess, first. Jess, time. Jess is going to order six. <laughs> yeah, you see, the thing is, I was just pausing because whilst I am now trying to enhance my collection and get 
one from each little area and stuff like that as i said one from each release i don't have a single retro one yet all of mine are sort of regular vintage collection i don't have a retro so i will have to get a retro i don't have any of these ridiculous prototype things however i feel like i it's not a fomo thing at all but i do think i'll just get one just yeah i'll just get one so you never know dave hey uh, excuse the rather silly question or it might seem like an obvious question so this pre-order the way it's done then so i would go onto your website and say right i want 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 there are some which say sold out i've seen that but if you then as the retailer if for example i don't know let's just keep the numbers low and said right 15 people want one of these particular figures so 15 people have pre-ordered it do you then as the retailer say right well in that case i'll order 30 so I've got some to sell in the shop or are they purely pre-order and you just have to round it up to the nearest eight, I think you said it was. Right. So as a little insight as to how this works or, or how it should work, not everybody does this. Um, <coughs> um, but um, you are given an allocation. You're told up front, this right. is what you're guaranteed to have. Now, the number's not uniform. It is very much dependent on your relative size and what you're turning over so forbidden planet is a good example their quantities that they are allocated are far in excess of anything that i would see but i always and and how it should work is everyone should just put up the availability of what they've been allocated and then once you sold out even if it's on pre-order that's it because that's all you're guaranteed to get some people won't do that they'll just keep the order open and in theory once the stock is available, you can order more. But there's no guarantee of that, especially, especially now. Again, this makes me sound like I'm banging on about this all the time, especially now where Pulse is involved. Because if it is a hot figure, you can guarantee that that allocation, all that spare stock is going to go to Pulse because they're making double the profit rather than making that open to to retailers. When those occasions happen, People get their orders refunded and they say, sorry, you know, we've had to refund your 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 order. And that, you know, some some retailers have a bad reputation of doing that. But it's only because they haven't sold them within their allocation, if that makes sense. They, they, they keep, they've kept it open. Most of those retailers are big as well that do that. So they don't really care about people in a couple. Yeah. Of Whereas any sort of your, your usual suspects do really care about their customer base and they wouldn't even dare upset, you know, they'll no. do everything they can. Yeah, I, I would always sort of use those who have a reliable reputation of, of fulfilling orders rather than, you know, if you see something and it's too good to be true, like Zavi, you know, they still got these things available. Mm. There is no guarantee you're going to get it because there's so many examples of people having their, their orders refunded because it just never happened. And I think people in know, people who, you know, are following some of these bigger Facebook pages devoted to these products and listen to this show. <laughs> oh, yes. You know that, right? You know, so, yeah. It's, you, you, you learn, though, don't you? That's the thing. So, you know, if you're coming new into it, I've, like I mentioned, my friend at the beginning, Gavin, he's, oh, I'm going on this website and I'm going, okay, no, 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 no. You're, 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 you're yeah. doing it wrong. Go and, go and buy it from here or from here or from here. Right then, Jess. Do you want me to carry on with a little bit more? vintage yeah yeah so, yeah. so yeah. pipeline reveals full cantina band but only figuring dan will be a carded one there were other little ones where we saw small little snippets of uh the platoonian raider 
um, artillery stormtrooper and Luke Skywalker from The Mandalorian and a dark trooper. I'm sure that one will be popular. And then a few weeks later, May the 4th stream, there was one which I thought, ah, yeah, fair enough. That's going to be a popular one, I'm sure, series, uh, because of the last series of Clone Wars, is the 332nd Ahsoka Clone Trooper. So these are the clone troopers who've got the um, specific Ahsoka paint livery on their helmets, which I think, yeah, it looks all right, and it's a nice little homage to that. So they're there. Mandalorian Super Commando, mm, indeed. Anakin Skywalker, so it's another Attack of the Clones release, but this is Anakin Skywalker Padawan. And then you go into this sort of gaming greats. So you've got the Stormtrooper Commander, the Force Unleashed, which I really like the graphic for that. I really like the titling on that. I thought that was great. Jedi Fallen Order, you've got the Heavy Assault Stormtrooper, which has got a rather sort of natty weapon and a sort of shield system that from the, from the games. Phase 1 Clone Trooper. Uh, that's the uh, four sets. So you get a regular clone trooper and three white ones. And then the retro collection Star Wars box set with six. I believe they're all carded, but six figures inside that from the uh, from the retro line. So, yeah, not bad. We then go into more third sister. Again, Reva, um, Obi-Wan Kenobi, the Wandering Jedi, and uh, Vader, the Dark Times, which I think, whilst they say it's the Dark Times, I think it's going to be the Kenobi era Vader, which is going to be very similar to the um, Revenge of the Sith Vader as well. And then uh, moving on, got the Ayla Secura, and then we went on to the Celebration reveals. So a few few more. really don't get this whole Anton Merricks thing. Seems like really massively popular because of Rogue One. With him, the X-Wing. You've gone on about this fella, Dan. I'm like, yeah. Well, I've got, well I collect the, uh, the vintage collection Rogue One stuff, so this droid's a big deal. So I've approved that. <laughs> yeah. I'm a bit of a big deal. He's got a lot of leather-bound books and smells of rich mahogany. He, he's the dude, is he? Right, okay. Dark Trooper, Troop Builder Packs, four Hoth Rebel Troopers. Quite like that. I thought that looked all right. Uh, another Vizsla. So you've got Paz Vizsla, uh, Starkiller hunter yeah that's a bit of a um so you star killer from the games and, and hunter from bad batch and uh there was the riot scout trooper all sorts of stuff magna guard looks pretty cool yeah lots and lots of things going on and then yeah we've already mentioned the luke skywalker pilot prototype edition so i'm not sure if that's an x-wing or a snow speed I, th- I think that's the snow speeder isn't it yeah so it was the one that came with the board game, the game. they re-released yeah. Yeah. So they, yeah. yeah, they've taken that sculpt and yeah, made him... Yeah, uh, one of the links had said X-Wing, but I was like, no, nah, I'm sure that's the Snowspeeder. So a whole load of stuff has been dropped, but essentially from across the board, from, from the games to the Disney Plus stuff, yeah, it's something for everyone. I think the bit that's submitted there is, so last week they announced the uh, retro collection Kenobi wave. So be, what's that, wave mm. five, the retro collection. So I have pre-ordered that from Dave. Woo-hoo, thank you for receiving nice. it. Yeah, I think the, 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 the bits that stand out, the Shea Vizsla, that was one that carried a premium, like the, the Ahsoka that was going for four or 500. I think it even got as high as 600. That's had a re-release, and they've gone back and re-released the Shea Vizsla now. So that's, it, what's the view on that, Dave, with some of these ones that are high on the secondary market getting re-released? What are your thoughts on that? Personally, I think it's a good thing because they're not straight reissues. The card back will tell you what generation it is because they will have the figure assortment that's relevant to the point in time that it's like brought out. And as a retailer, I try with, well, with, with 99% of everything that I sell, it's the retail price. When we do like farthest from, that's a little bit different because it's subjective to like the, the, the older something is, but 
there's nothing more painful when you see people pay the money for some of these things when you know that they were freely available at a lower price point. Um, and the Ahsoka is a really good one because that one was relatively short packed, um, not short packed, but that, I think that was only in one wave thinking back around sort of like 2013 2014 and was very popular because it was like an adult i think it was the first time they'd done ahsoka that wasn't a clone wars figure if that makes sense uh, from like the clone wars cartoon yeah so that was like popular because it was the first kind of like real world version of, of ahsoka shea Vizsla actually was in several waves on the vintage collection way back when and it was all to do with was it nice of the old republic or something like that yeah the the sort of like online version of the game not like the the original xbox version and um yeah that that one was really popular and i think only not necessarily because sometimes when you have these things it's popular because of the gamers are jumping in on it as well as like the collectors but i honestly think that that was just popular because it was a girl and that sounds very sexist but you do see it all the time as a retailer that certain figures will all of a sudden spike because it's like ooh, like it's a lady compared to like other products that are available at the same time now that is a very controversial thing to say in 2022 but like 10 years ago when that was out you'd be seeing those figures like going crazy just as you would see with like the slave layers and what have you and i think that's partly why shay Vizsla was reaching those kind of premiums in the secondary market value because it's not necessarily a key character it wasn't necessarily actually difficult to get hold of but it was like hyped up to to those kind of levels in the same way that ahsoka was and if you do look at the highest value figures before they've had reissues you will see a disproportionate number of them are female characters in, in terms of what's available overall but yeah, I, I think it's good that they reissue them. I think that they could do... I think it's cheeky that, like, they... I think they put Shay down at more of a price point than the regular figures. I think that's a bit cheeky. But I think they should be doing this as, as, a, as a release similar to, like, what you have, like, Black Series archive figures. So it is a specific wave of just all these release figures, and you know that they are reissue figures, and, you know, everybody's then getting them that way yeah. uh, rather than the odd one like here and there yeah because there's, there's quite a few out there isn't it you know we, we've talked about it a bit that you know hitting 100 pounds or more and there's people out there who come to the party late haven't they so they've missed you know they've, they've continued the number run zero zero one i think with dengar back in 2010 and yeah they want to fill in all the gaps and this is a way to do that without spending a fortune <laughs> yeah no completely and, and 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 it's it's great as well because also at the same time they're great figures it's it's actually in in many respects crackers that hasbro haven't been doing this anyway um when you think back to the vintage figures you know that darth vader was sold from all the way from sort of like 77 78 all the way up through to 85 yeah and it was like you know never updated they just kept reissuing it and putting it on the packaging and stuff like that now there are certain characters that they should just be doing this indefinitely, you know, um, with all the main hero characters, all the main villain characters, you know, you should always have like Jabba the Hutt reissued every couple of years because you can. I don't think they're necessarily going to like, you know, sit on a shelf and, you know, not sell and then and then do like these these fringe ones as well when you've got the opportunities. So much investment has been put into these products in the first instance that they they should be just getting more out of it. 
And it's a cheap way of um, putting up your item count in an assortment range because you've already done the investment. And then that will like, free up the money to then do some of the cooler stuff like a, a Reaver lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> well, talking of Black Series, Dave, you're, you're up now with, with the Black Series. So do you want to give us a quick rundown of those? Just like Jez, this is a mammoth list to go through, all, all relating to Black Series. Uh, a lot of these are up for pre-order already. Uh, and in some cases, some of them are, are like starting to come through. But at the start of April, we had going up for pre-order Saw Guerrera from like Rogue One. I'm amazed they've not done this figure yet. Um, it's taking forever. You got RC1207, which is from uh, Republic Commando. And then relating to comics, you've got the Darth Vader, which was from the Infinities comic. They did a comic pack with Leia way back when. And that was him redeeming himself because I think in the Infinities comic it was it was kind of like the the Star Wars what if and so Luke becomes the Emperor's apprentice and Vader then is redeemed in Empire Strikes Back and then goes to save him uh, which is why he's in white. Uh, you got Leia from the comic collection and Sergeant Creel as well. Um, I'll be honest, uh, I used to be really into the comics, but I can't remember any of these guys. So this is a bit beyond any of the ones that I was interested in. But they look all right. Sergeant Creel is a stormtrooper with a lightsaber. Don't know what that is. You've also got uh, a hint of a few that are coming down the line with Grogu and Mix Mayfeld from uh, The Mandalorian. You've also had Paz, an, another, uh, uh, this is about the fourth or fifth time Paz Vizsla has been redone, but now he has the face of John Favreau in the same way that you had uh, Dave Filoni, Dave Filoni uh, with, what was his Hunter, was it? Trapper Wolf, yeah, Trapper Wolf. So, I mean, that's a blatant cash-in, but, you know, some people were loving that sort of thing. But that was a celebration exclusive, but you couldn't actually pick it up at the show. You had to pre-order it at celebration. <laughs> again, again, it, all of this is, I mean, it's shocking, really. Some of this stuff, you know, I mean, you're now at a point with celebration. The thing that you know is, is in the calendar. The thing that you know you've got to have the stuff ready for and you, you couldn't even have it there and then. But like, nope. you know, less said, the better. You've also got... Robo legs Darth Maul and the Grand Inquisitor from uh, the Obi Wan Kenobi series. Maul looks really cool, and as you would expect, I'll be honest, the Grand Inquisitor not so much. If I'm honest, I don't know. It's it's just sort of too much black, and that's not a fault of like the action figure. It's it's more like of the design of the um, the outfit and stuff like that. It's just it's a bit like Darth Nihilus in Black series. You think it's going to be amazing, and then it's too much black yeah it's just all all absorbing in that but also at celebration you had quite a lot of new reveals there you had the macquarie concepts of where jez was talking earlier like rediscovering uh, macquarie concept figures they're now bringing those across to uh black series and so you, you can probably expect to see this being done ad infinitum uh, but the first lot is Obi-Wan and Vader as a two-pack. From the Obi-Wan series, you've got Wandering Jedi, uh, Obi-Wan. Uh, Aayla Sakura uh, from Attack of the Clones, where it's like the 20th anniversary. Grief Karga in his Season 2 outfit of Mandalorian, which 
that's a tough sell, if I'm honest, because Grief Karga, even though it's an amazing figure, uh, well, likeness, hasn't been that stronger seller. Both he and Quill in the Black series have really been the peg warmers of like the Mandalorian series when it comes to like, um, you know, not not every single one like flying off the shelves. Those two have been tepid responses. So I'm surprised to see another version of Grief coming into this. Uh, fourth sister and also from the gaming greats uh the riot scout trooper which is from the fallen order and then pipeline reveals of uh darth malik and bastila shan uh which are both from the knights of the old republic where you've got uh darth revan malik was like his apprentice and bastila was uh the uh, light side Jedi that in the game you would play and depending on which route you take, she'd either be the one to like guide you or she'd become like a dark side acolyte as well. You've also had other reveals of fifth brother and from the Kenobi series, another Darth Vader, nothing really stunning. That's going to like shine and stand out for you there, particularly with that Darth Vader, but you're going to need to have him involved with with any kind of appearance but i don't think it's necessarily going to be anything that you haven't seen or or got like half a dozen times over already what would been really cool is if you actually had like the 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 anakin in his back to tank you know and and you you could then like plug in all the the extra bits you know like the arm and we saw that in spoiler um (laughs) but like like the arm you know the, the bits of, of him as you see him a, in rogue one uh, it was a frame three quarter inch like that wasn't there a few years back i think for revenge of the sith with a with a surgical table and you could take yeah. him apart and put his helmet yeah. on and well you could do yeah. that with the crispy one as well the crispy anakin which was, i think that's the one i'm talking about yeah that was amazing as well but um yeah so a, a, again a lot of great stuff teased but not necessarily available for quite some time yet. I mean, looking at the the Vader, they're saying January of 2023. So as we are talking another six months for just the Darth Vader <laughs> that you've already yeah. that you've got available, easy to do. That one, you know, that one doesn't that defies any explanation. Yeah, when you got Kathleen Kennedy, what was when was it? Is it two years ago they announced Kenobi and said, you know, we're going to see you know Obi Wan Vader round two? It, it doesn't take much to work out. It's going to be Vader in that series. Let's make a a figure of it and tie it into the release. It's just crazy. Go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say there's nothing unique in there that would make you Mm. say, oh, yeah, that's a newly minted or sculpted piece or, Mm. you know, relating to that show. So there's there's no reason why you can't have a Vader ready to go hot off the press just to have something available Mm. for Kenobi right now. But hey, ho. Hey ho! So there's been three more really um, announced uh, just this evening, actually. So we've got the Black Series Tala, the Imperial officer figure. So the the uh, Imperial officer that helps out Obi Wan um, yeah, yeah. escape from the Empire. There is the well, what everyone thought was Forlom, but it's actually one Jack. So it's like a repaint of uh, of uh, Forlom into this uh, this new figure. And also we've got the Purge Trooper that we've seen a few times in the background in some of the battles. So this is the black trooper with the with the, with the skirt and the, and the pauldron. Looks yeah. very much like a dark trooper. Okay then. So next up then we've got Hot Toys. We've had a flurry of Hot Toys in the last few weeks. Um, first up was the KX Enforcer Droid, which is the K2SO model droid that as seen in Rogue One and also in the Mandalorian uh, in one of the episodes, or actually it wasn't the Mandalorian, was it? it was in Book of Boba Fett. I'm getting the two confused because of the crossover. But in the scene with the uh, Night of the Thousand Tears, Jez, you know where they uh, were showing yeah. the destruction of Mandalore, Terminator Two see, style. 
absolutely. So yeah, it's 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 the KX Enforcer droid made to look like the Terminator. They're re-releasing that droid with a new paint job, and that's that's quite. Um, I wouldn't say it's a rare hot toy, but it's a harder one to get. It's certainly shot up in price, so this is going to hopefully be music to a few people's ears if they've been out on the look lookout for one of those. And I know you're going to like this one next, Jez. They're re-releasing the Luke Skywalker Bespin. So Luke, I don't know if you caught on my interview with Lee Ward a few months back. The Luke Skywalker was the first ever hot toy. Luke Skywalker Bespin, to be more specific, was the first ever hot toy back in, I think it was 2009. Came with two bodies. So you had the, I suppose, the, the beat up looking Luke after he's had his fight with um, with his Vader and then a cleaner version with, with his fatigues all in one piece. And it came with the aerial that he hangs off of from the outside of Cloud City. So that was that was the original release. Um, and now we're getting this this newer upgraded version. Doesn't come with the with the aerial or anything like that, but it does look very smart indeed. And if you get the deluxe version, it also comes with a a Dagobah style base. So, what do you reckon to that one, then, Jez? <laughs> oh, have you have you pre ordered? Did you pull the trigger? Yeah, I've done it. This was the one. This was the one I was waiting for because they've been hinting at this for a while, haven't they? On the website, yeah, they've been sort of hinting that Luke Bespin was coming back, and. I've looked at so many different ones, even, you know, the Luke X-Wing, there's Luke Snowspeeder, Stormtrooper. This is it. As soon as I saw it, I was like, right, I'm not hanging around any longer. Just look at the detail and look at the sculpt, the eyes, the face, the skin, the skin tone, everything about it. They're knocking it out of the park. I love it. So I've ordered it through the good, the bad, the robots. I got so carried away. I can't remember if I've ordered the, <laughs> ordered the deluxe one or not. I think I've just ordered the regular one. But it's just, I, I, I I did too. I got I, I I thought I think it's like works out like sixty or seventy quid more to get that base, and it also comes with a blown out Vader helmet to so you right. can see Luke's face. And I just didn't think seventy quid warranted it for the way I'm going to display. It, I was I was quite happy with the with the standard on this one. I love this though. The it's really weird, you know the the detailing of the outfit itself. You know the outfit looks quite nice and looks quite new, but it's a very weathered belt buckle. Um, just mm. the accessories that this one comes with make talk about this one for ages i'm really really <laughs> excited about this and yeah this was my first hot toys purchase it's uh, Amazing. such a great one I- i'm surprised that you didn't go for that luke snow speeder what was what was the reasoning for that being your I, don't know. Ex- I was just being so picky about it because i just yeah. thought it's a lot of money to drop on a figure he says yeah. after having dropped a lot more on carded vintage <laughs> stuff in the past but for me it was just i know it's going to be the start of a slippery slope but i looked at it and i was just i don't know there was something not quite right for me with regards to the luke snow speeder but i'm sure when i actually see it it'll be like oh no that's amazing yeah i don't know but this oh yeah Love it. He's good times. Looking forward to it. I've got I've ordered it too off of um off of Lee. So yeah. So you've got the wait now. Let's see mm. how long it takes. I'm looking at okay. all these images now. Just oh that's got me excited all over again. I'm I'm really looking forward to getting it. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be good if, with all the other Empire figures they've released in the last few years. All we need now is that hand Bespin. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one. But hey ho. <laughs> so yeah, well, there's more. There's more here. You might you might like a few more of these. So on our um, our toy show we did for Attack of the Clones, we already mentioned a couple of these because they got announced around the same time. So there was an an R two D two and a C three PO um, from Attack of the Clowns, and also have been announced in the in the weeks leading that we've had a battle droid Geonosis announced, a clone pilot announced, and a clone trooper. So yeah, we've got we've got five new Attack of the Clones hot toys on the way. 
how fortuitous is that? <laughs> <laughs> the, the RT looks amazing. You can keep hold of the Battle Droid, the Genesis, the Genesis yeah. one, just because it comes with a three PO head, and so uh, they've dared put that on the website. Uh, but to be fair to them, one hundred and ninety dollars—that's pretty good, isn't it? But the R two yeah. itself—that's outstanding. Yeah, and then there was a couple more at released, sorry, announced that or at least previewed at a celebration. So we've got a heavy weapons clone War trooper and bark speeder with sidecar, and Commander Apo with bark speeder, and we also got a chrome death trooper for some reason. <laughs> black chrome Steph trooper but more recently so i think that's the day of the recording also it was teased last week but announced today cad bane um, is getting his figure released as per his book of boba fett appearance have you had a chance to look at any of photos of this today jez <laughs> mate i think i was the one who as soon as i saw it i was like right i'm gonna get that i'm gonna send that to the lads and you'd beat me to it and uh yeah really excited about that love the character such a brilliant design really is i think of the sort of latest generation of characters i think it's my favorite along with sort of babu frick but yeah i love love cow bane i can't wait with these new with you know these new disney plus series they're obviously coming thick and fast and you can't buy everything i kind of think well i'm gonna kind of have one from each series or from each movie i'll try and rep like you do with your modern with your carded figures try and represent that way and that came out because like, oh, 'cause I've got I've got the Boba Fett from Book of Boba Fett, well he's from Mandalorian technically, but I've kind of got that character covered. <laughs> so I might have to break my rule for this because it does look pretty cool. It's got have you seen it's got different face plates so you can have different um expressions on his yeah. face. You've obviously got the, the wired trench coat, so you can obviously mimic that being you know, flapping in the breeze Blowing. if you want. Yeah. Yeah. So like the Lando cape, it's got this really thin wire that runs through the, the kind of the bottom of the cape so you can really get some some good like posing with it and yeah this is going to be similar and if you get yeah. the deluxe version you get his um from clone wars you get his thrusters that, that clip onto his ankles so, and also comes with his little is it todo his little droid todo, yeah i think so, it's yeah. todo something else isn't it todo i think I there might got... be a number after it possibly i don't yeah. know or it might just be todo but because that flies as well so very yeah. much like with the mandalorian where you've got the sort of trans translucent little uh pole with mm-hmm. all that put together, the fact that yeah, you can change his face. It's got the snarling look and everything. What I what I thought looked weird is when he takes his hat off. One of the photographs has got him without his hat, and you're like, oh, yeah, it just look weird. The hat didn't he get when he got character. when he got when he got impaled by um by Boba Fett at the end? Didn't his hat come off yes, then? So you could bring, right. yeah, I'm sure he laid there with his hat off and he looked a bit odd. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> like you know the Samson's strength being in his hair. Maybe you know maybe <laughs> the strength in is hat. in his hat. Well, we can't pull the trigger on it yet because it's not up for pre-order of it. It will be in the next few days. But, um, yeah, I'm going to uh, see if we get any more Obi-Wan Kenobi ones being announced in the next few days and then make that call. But, yeah, I imagine Stuart's pre-ordered all of that. <laughs> okay, so on to Lego. We've got a number of sets that have been announced in the last few weeks. First up, we've got BD1, which is available now for pre-order on lego.com. Um, it's got a release date of the 1st of August, and that one is eighty nine ninety nine. So that's a, a full-size version of the character. It's got 1,062 pieces, and it's the, the character from... Well, he was in Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, he was the guy paired up with the main character there, and also he appeared, or a version of him, it's not sure, been verified whether it's the same droid or not, I think, in The Mandalorian with... That's right. 
what was her name? Who's it? Like it was Pelly. in Docking Bay ninety four. It was in that's uh, it. Yeah, yeah, Pelle, yeah, Pelly, yeah. So yeah, so that's it. Looks a, it looks a fun build. Quite a bit different that one, isn't it? And then next up, then so we've got another uh, UCS Ultimate Collector Series entry, and this time it is the Luke Skywalker Land Speeder. So I think this is a, a really nice set. Obviously, recently we've had a few of those come up. The uh, I think the uh, the attack they did around Christmas time. So this is another addition to that. Less um, less intensive on your wallet. This one, Jez, this is one hundred and seventy five ninety nine, and comes with one thousand eight hundred ninety pieces. And is available now. You can order a maximum of, of five of those, Jez. If you fancy five lane live speeders, <laughs> I'm on it. You? <laughs> and then we've got the uh, Inquisitors Transport Sith. So this is from the or Scythe even. So the inquisitor transport scythe try saying that when you've had a few so that is the the ship the inquisitors fly around in in the new obi-wan kenobi series and that is also a release or it's up for pre-order now and due for release on the 1st of august so a lot of these sets are are coming out around that time so this one is 89.99 and it comes with 924 pieces so yeah they've got quite a few of these are lined up for the 1st of august Next up, there's a few of these sets. They're, they're dioramas. I think they're really cool. And so there's a, there's several of these. So we've got the Death Star Trash Compactor diorama. We've got the Jedi Training diorama. And we've got the Death Star Trench Run diorama. And they are, I don't know the best way to describe these. Jez, you might have to help me out. But they're kind of like almost like a... Uh, a scene, a, aren't they? They're, they're scenes. A, a snapshot of a movie. Yeah, on a little, like almost like yeah, it's almost like looking into a screen, isn't it? So they're rectangular in nature, almost like a, a box without a front. And yeah, you've got the the environments all around them. So the Death Star one, you've obviously got the walls of the trash compactor, and inside of that, obviously mimicking all the trash in there, pieces of Lego, and the characters all yeah standing around and fighting off dioramas. Similar one with the Dagobah playset. You've got the you've got the crashed X-wing in the swamp, and then up on the la- on the on the land piece, you've got Yoda's hut, and then obviously you can position the characters around that environment to to make up the uh, the scene. Yeah, they are cool. They are good. The Dagobah one, it, it's just something about it. I really really love it. A thousand pieces. So in, when you actually compare this to the trash compactor, it's got more pieces, but it's ten pounds less. Right. really really weird it, it's <laughs> to me it's more aesthetically pleasing it's a nice round number of a thousand pieces they, they've nailed it with this one Dagobah Jedi training diorama it's uh yeah it's really really sweet I, I like do like that Death Star trench run though that's pretty cool so oh, yeah, that's, that's glorious. Yeah, the, the, you've got the you know the, the cutaway of the of the trunch, trench trunch trench with the uh and you can set up the the x-wing to have it being pursued by Darth Vader and a, and a couple so, of TIE fighters yeah that's dynamic it's heroic it looks really good. It's great Star Wars. Whereas for some reason that, to me, the trash compactor scene, the trash compactor diorama, just looks a bit messy. I mean, because literally that's what it is. It's a junk, it's, it's a messy <laughs> arena. But it's kind of almost looks like something which I could have cobbled together. Whereas when you look at the Dagobah thing and the trench run, they're really classic, polished, clean scenes. So, uh, yeah, it, it doesn't look as quite sort of homemade Heath Robinson. So if you want these, they are on back order um, on Lego.com. So they're, they're looking to, and they are taking back orders and they're looking to start them being shipped by the 29th of June. So it sounds like they've uh, they've they've sold out their initial stock and yeah, you've got to get in a bit of a queue for these. Um, but these are more of the, the, the kind of the, the, the adult sets they've been producing. So much like the, the Darth Vader meditation chamber. 
and that was released last August. So it's one of these kind of adult sets where they've got 18 on the box. It's a bit more meant to be a little bit more sophisticated and more and less action orientated. I suppose less childlike is the. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like yeah, it's not swear fire. words in the instructions or anything. It's just yeah, it says, a bit more challenging. Says, says eighteen on the box. <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're they're looking to ship some of the 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 back orders by the twenty ninth of June. So they must have some stock coming in fairly soon. So we've got the a, a small set. This one looks relatively small. Don't be saying that it is seventy pounds ambush on Ferrix. So this one is six hundred and seventy nine pieces in total, and it is it's from Andor. So Star Wars Andor fans can play out the action-packed ambush on Ferric with this Lego Star Wars playset. It features a mobile tack pod with opening top and side for easy access to the detailed interior, adjustable wings for flight and landing modes, and rotating double stud shooter, plus a speeder bike for Cassian and Luthien rail to ride on. There's a new character there. It looks like we've got a bit of a sneak peek there at um, uh, uh, an Andor set. So that's that's up mm. for pre-order now and ships on the 1st of August. I'm quite surprised with that. The fact mm. that, you know, they, they brought this out in advance and yeah, it's not spoilers or anything. It's great. The last one. So, yeah, going back to our, um, our, our Attack of the Clones month, got an attack of the clones of lego set so it's obi-wan kenobi's jedi starfighter so this looks like a set that's had an upgrade so this one was one that was released back in the day i think we spoke about it on the toy show this is one of the sets when when uh, Stu was covering off the lego from back then back in the day it's getting a re-release so this looks like a, a relatively cheap set it's 29.99 available for pre-order now also for the first of august and yeah 282 pieces so a nice little Jedi Starfighter there for you for you there to put together comes with a Ton Wee, Obi Wan and the Astromech. So moving away then from the vintage collection from Black Series, from Hot Toys, from Lego, we're just going to our little miscellaneous section. We're gonna start off first of all with a um, six scale figure by Sideshow, it's a Yoda, but it's the sort of animated series Yoda. I'm, I'm sure for some people they're going to absolutely love this but it's yeah 165 dollars on sideshow animated uh yoda which is about 14 centimeters so about five and a half inches high it's just a different take on on yoda it's not something which i'd be purchasing but yeah yeah pretty cool yeah so the clone wars isn't it you know it's the clone wars generation coming up now a lot of these the young kids that used to watch it now have got a, a few quid and i could imagine that looks quite nice on your shelf if that fits the aesthetic of your collection but yeah it's not 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 for me well let's see if this next one is so this is a uh, gentle giant attack of the clones mace window uh, premiere collection statue so yeah you've seen the busts you've seen various different things I'm still waiting for my luke x-wing to arrive uh, which isn't going to put me off given a review of this particular one limited to uh, two per account but it's 175 dollars mace window standing really sort of tall and proud but looking up as if to look up in, in shame or to look up for a young boba fett because just on the ground on the plinth you see Django <laughs> fett's fallen helmet um, just after Mace has decapitated him so uh, a real clear scene from genosis there yeah nice little sculpt very very detailed and uh, yeah pretty cool it's that one flight your boat more so than the yoda i suppose yeah. the thing that concerns me about these these statues i think it's is, is this another polystone one it's just getting them over here you know when we spoke to lee ward or when i spoke to lee a few few months ago and he was talking i think that's what he started out in general giant busts and statues and yeah i think that the damage has got too much on those so i'd always be nervous about ordering something like that and, and sending it across the the sea but it's very nice so next up right available from smith's toys now when i first saw this i was just like oh, i am not gonna like this <laughs> i'm not gonna like this this is naff 
But the more I look at it, the more I think, do you know what? That's quite cool. So it's an arcade one-up Star Wars pinball machine with 10 games. Now, this isn't cheap. This is £700 for home delivery and a pre-order now expected in stock in September. It's a it's a great little uh, pinball machine. When I say little, it's not full size. In fact, it's, it's three-quarter scale. When you actually look at the fact that this is now 60 inches tall, 36 inches long and, and 20 inches wide. So, you know, it's large enough. When you when you look at the original picture of this, you're like, mm, no, that, that's all right. You click a few others and when they've actually got them with people next to it, so you can see it from a sort of size point of view. It's not something which you can just put in the corner. It, it's a reasonably large pinball machine, but uh, with clear Star Wars OT and Disney uh, livery all over it. So a digital game with uh, all sorts of different games so the games it includes Boba Fett A New Hope Act 2 Island Battle of Mimban Darth Vader game Masters of the Force Star Wars Rebels Han Solo Force Awakens The Imposter Strikes Back so lots of different games within this um, Star Wars pinball machine which has got yeah 24 inch LCD screen another little school screen haptic touch flippers yeah it's a nice little thing it's 700 pound you can get a lot of other star wars products for 700 pound you can definitely yeah. get the the, the luke uh Bisbin hot toy and the um the luke x-wing hot toy okay. and the cafe yeah, yeah. hot toy for that but it, it, it's <laughs> a cool little thing nevertheless as i said i wanted to hate it i ended up liking it a little bit more than i thought i would do there's yeah, a, okay. a real working plunger and right. tick touch flippers with real feel flipper feedback. <laughs> but then moving on, again, another one which I thought, oh, I'm really going to hate this uh, because I've got the original, is another Gentle Giant Luke Skywalker Red 5 Jumbo figure. And I'm like, hang on a second. They've re released this. But they've re released it with a slight difference because this is the first one where you can actually take his helmet off. And by doing so, it almost looks like a like a custom doesn't it you know you see a lot of these luke x-wing sort of custom figures out there where you've got the luke with blonde hair in in his grow bag in his flying suit and even when the helmet's on here you can see a little wisp of blonde hair which kind of goes back to that whole thing where people thought that the visor back in the three and three quarter inch original line when it was released as part of the first 20 on the kenner line uh, people thought the black visor was his hair but this is quite a clear no it's not the hair here's the hair um, but also yeah this one comes with um i think from memory this one came with a, a blue lightsaber a yellow lightsaber and a blaster so they've really <laughs> taken the old one and they've not just done a couple of subtle things they've they've changed it quite a bit so um yeah that's that's all right 80 dollars. it's not bad i wonder what it will do to the value of my original one which i've got yeah, for it to come with the lightsabers, I think it's pretty cool. You're going to get one? Nope. I'm very selective. <laughs> I mean, you know, as I said, I've got a bit hell for leather with regards to my recent modern purchases, but I have to budget, mm. you know, family man, got priorities, live in Oxford, cost of living, etc. But yeah, I like this. I respect they, uh, it. I mean, they've done the, they obviously did the Tarkin last year, and I think that was mm. in our list of worst toys released. And yeah, I just don't, I don't get the point of this, to be honest with you. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. I really don't get it. You know, there's there's so many of these that yeah. people are crying out for, and you know, from the original line that still haven't been released, and they go and back and do that. It's yeah. just yeah. And I get they've already probably got the you know the body of the Luke X-wing, and it's a way of reusing the sculpt and putting a different head on it. But yeah, it just seems a bit of a wasted opportunity. Yeah. But there you go. 
That's just me. You think you think you think a Luke <laughs> X-wing focus collector would buy it, but mm, he obviously needs to love Star Wars more. But I tell you what, I do love, and is the uh, also Gentle Giants so is Star Wars: Return of a Jedi Princess Leia Endor mini bust. So this one is $120. It's gorgeous. It's one six scale. Really, really lovely. But when you actually click on it, the detailing, the, I mean, absolutely looks gorgeous from the sort of every follicle on an arm, on a face, just the clothing, the detailing on these is, and the weathered weapon and the weathered helmet. This is an outstanding. It really, really is a good mini bust. You can ask I think me if I'm going to buy it. I'm going to say no. Yeah. But it's... Uh, yeah, they've done a good job with this. I really, really like it. You've, you've got to love that one. I, I do. I think that's fantastic. Again, I won't buy it, but I think it looks brilliant. It's such a great likeness of, of Kerry Fisher. It's, it's amazing. It, it's really the people good. behind this, which is the reason why I ordered the Gentle Giant Luke mm. X-Wing bust, which I'm still waiting for. It's been delayed, unfortunately. I think it was initially meant to ship in January, then February. Now, apparently, it's going to be shipping next month, by all accounts. <sighs> So Fingers it's crossed. just frustrating, isn't it? We see it all the time. You saw it with the um, Razor Crest, uh, you know, the mm-hmm. delays and these things. It just happens. We have to roll with it. You know, we're getting some great Star Wars stuff coming out. But oh my goodness, just even zooming in, just seeing, you know, the the sort of just the detailing of the makeup and the face, everything. It's just yeah, that I think of all the miscellaneous ones so far, that's that's my favourite for sure. Oh yeah, really nice. So now yeah. what I want to move on to is um, this was part of the, I think it was the Star Wars Celebration line. You've got the Remnant Stormtrooper, uh, which is a 1-6 scale mini bust, $120. This one looks all right. I mean, it looks severely beaten up. I mean, this looks really, really bad shape. Remnant Stormtrooper, it looks all right. But then the Imperial Commander 12-inch jumbo figure, $120. I don't get this. I don't get this at all. We've just seen the Luke X-Wing, which has got the removable helmet, the blue lightsaber, yellow lightsaber, blaster. We think from a mass market point of view, people will want that. So then at the same size, you bring out an Imperial Commander jumbo figure, which no one asked for, and it looks awful. When I'm looking at the picture, I'm thinking, I'm just looking at a three and three quarter inch Imperial Commander with a strange face. Any ideas? Why on earth have they produced this? None at all. None at all. <laughs> I don't know what to say. You, you, seem, you sound so fatigued to just even looking at well, it. Well, <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't look like the character. I mean, look at them. I mean, if they're meant to be, you know, replicating what was done on the Kenner line, that, I know it's scaled up, but it doesn't look yeah. right at all to me. I mean, when you think about the host, uh, cost of uh, Hyperreal and all that sort of technology now which they've got, yeah. I mean, crumbs, when you look at three and three quarter inch um, line, the vintage collection, look at the Reaver. That face sculpt on a three and three quarter inch figure is absolutely outstanding on point. I, I'm yeah. just confused. I'm really, mm. really confused. So we're going to move on and we're going to go to something <laughs> which is confusing me even more, right? This is the Porcelain Statue by Ladro, is my guess on the pronunciation. It almost looks, with the greatest respect to all countries, all both countries involved, this looks Welsh. Um, Ladro, <laughs> have you heard of Ladro before? I've never heard of them before, no. Okay. Limited edition, 504, $2,500. This is wow. a porcelain Darfader, which is $2,500. I could have gone a celebration for that, <laughs> right? To put that into context, I could have got a flight and stayed in a hotel, got a celebration for the cost of this porcelain Darfader. It's lost on me why anyone would want this. If, if I looked at that figure, it just looks like a Darfader sort of bookend. And 
I, I don't get it. So I'm, again, I'm confused. So maybe I'm not the right person for this podcast because to <laughs> me that looks like a twenty pound figure. It doesn't look great. I mean, it's, it's nearly half a meter tall, so it's forty eight cent. If that's any any help, it's you know it's, it's big lump. Yeah, so it's a big lump now, in which is just wood. in the way. Yeah, I mean, there's no detail on it, is there? You know, it's very. You can see it's a statue, can't you? It's not like a hot toy where if you photographed it from certain angles, you'd you'd have to you know look a bit harder. But I think it's a little little bit like the um, the pewter stuff we discussed a couple of months back. Is it the Royal Cylinder stuff? Yes. I think there, there must be a, for, to go out there and say, right, we're making five hundred of these, and we want two and a half grand a pop. <laughs> there must be a market for it, right? Because you wouldn't go to all that expense and trouble to build the thing in the first place. But yeah, I won't be dropping two grand on that. <laughs> but then something which you may be dropping, but then you saw this and now you've just seen the hot toys is yeah, Cab Bane again, one tenth scale from Iron Studios. So this is uh, 22 centimeters, so just over eight and a half inches. It's a Cab Bane on a plinth. $150. I think you could do anything Cad Bane and it would just look awesome. Looks awesome as a cake, looks awesome as three and three quarter, looks awesome as, you know, Black Series, Hot Toys. It's just an outstanding character which just crosses over so much and brings that sort of Wild West look to Star Wars. I um, I love all of the Cad Bane stuff. I really, really do. What do you think of this? And what, what do you think of it next to, say, the Hot Toys? I mean... I suppose there's two ways of looking at it, isn't there? I mean, if you buy, if you buy the Hot Toy generally well generally i'll pose mine put it in a in my cabinet and then it will stay posed in the same position for months and months on then occasionally i'll move some of them around but generally they'll stay locked away behind glass so i kind of get the point of having a statue the only thing i'd say about this they are quite a bit smaller than the hot toys a 12 inch scale these are just over eight and a half inches tall you know size matters doesn't it Jess? <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, and you've got you've got the flexibility. I mean, it's only one hundred and fifty. I say it's only, but it's one hundred and fifty dollars. So what's that? One hundred and twenty quid, hundred quid, somewhere around that mark. All right, you've got to factor in shipping and probably customs fees because it's from Sideshow. But I think I will stick with the hot toys when it comes to Cadbane if I get Cadbane. So that's it from my uh, look at the sort of miscellaneous extras. Some hits and some misses, I'd say. Uh, a good, a good fair mix. I do absolutely love that Leah. I think that Leah's outstanding. <laughs> We're just going to interrupt this podcast for a quick commercial break. Dave, toy seller extraordinaire, just very briefly, your shop, how long have you been running all the cool stuff? All the cool stuff, I'm, I'm having to kind of think about this. Uh, all the cool stuff genuinely materialised in 2005, but for official reasons, because uh, it, it just, just started off as a way for me to finance what I was like buying and and we're all we've all done that in in the sense of like oh my gosh you know this stuff is uh you know costing an arm and a leg i started selling toys and bits and pieces back in 2005 but then all the cool stuff was officially where it was like sort of like taking off i had to create it as a as a business entity for for, for tax reasons um because it was getting to a point where you were going over like the thresholds um, so in 2007, all the cool stuff was was created uh, as a as a legal entity, but it wasn't until 2009 that I actually opened up as as an actual shop in Fordingbridge in Hampshire. And for those who are not familiar with where that is, it's down near the south coast. If you think of the Isle of Wight, it's just up from there. And then if you have Bournemouth and Southampton on the south coast, and then Salisbury to the north as a triangle. 
all the cool stuff is in the middle on the corner of the new forest Fordingbridge is the northern gateway to the new forest a lovely part of the world if you've never been uh, it's a national park with lots of animals roaming free uh, but uh, it's about an hour away or an hour and 20 minutes from London um, and you're about 20 minutes from the beach from there started to do uh, events as well and Fathers From is probably the most well-known to Star Wars collectors on that front which is a vintage retro toy show uh, that we hold in Fordingbridge Town Hall, which is literally opposite the shop. Very convenient. And from there, we expanded it out to like do like uh, family fun days uh, to raise money for uh, charities and local projects and causes. And they've been going on for uh, a good 10 years, I'd say now. I've actually, I can never keep count of Fathers From, but it's, it's in, yeah, it's in the 20-somethings. <laughs> Pre-pandemic, they were three times a year, so you'd have spring, summer, and, and winter ones. Post-pandemic, we've only had one so far, but we did do online live streaming endeavours uh, during lockdowns, which were uh, a killer to do. But I'm I'm very proud of, of doing them. You know, they 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 they're very much uh, symptomatic of what was going on in our lives, like each one of us at that point in time. And it's almost like a time capsule in itself. But they, they were they're, they're, they're pretty great. And I never say that about anything that I do. I'm very harsh <laughs> and critical. So for me to actually be proud of something is, is fairly rare. That was a monster um, effort, though, wasn't it? That, that yeah, it was, it, it, yeah, it was, it was it, huge. It, yeah, it was quite looking back for, for the Empire Strikes Back one. Uh, where that was like 12 hours of live streaming content you know that was that was quite a feat and that really just genuinely couldn't have been done without the help of several people as well with mark newbold from panther tracks mark molcaster from the rebel legion um martin keeler and simon downs who is bowman's green uh who was really uh, done all the production work on it you know and and everybody else who like contributed with like content and things like that It, it was great but all the cool stuff is a toy shop. So we are in a tourist town. So this time of year, it's, it's fairly quiet, but like people starting like, you know, go camping and holiday in the new forest. Um, but we do all the latest toys and collectibles. So where we've been talking through the show, all about the pre-orders, we have those go up and live at the same time that Hasbro tells everybody to get them to go live. But where we have those online you can also just like ring up the store we do like mail order over the phone uh if you can't make the shop but if you can make the shop it's very tiny it's very small but like it's packed from like floor to ceiling full of stuff um quite often there's a lot of more stuff that we don't actually have on the website that's in the shop so again if there's things that are sold out uh online by all means give us a quick shout you never know we might have one on the pegs to be able to help you out but we're an independent toy retailer so we're not tied or linked to uh any buying group or chain which allows us to be able to uh the freedom to to uh, pick and choose but also to actually make sure that everybody gets the products at the best possible prices and that might sound a bit weird but normally when you're like ordering from like independence and you know we've we've all got usual suspects everybody should be familiar with in-demand toys star action figures kapow toys you normally find that they are a little bit cheaper because we we all are able to offer those to allow collectors the best chance 
you know, at the best price. Because this is not a cheap hobby, and we're all into it as much as anybody else. But because we're independent, we're we're, we're able to do that. Um, so you normally find that you, you know, some people question, did you get that for a good price? The the, the answer is yes, you did, um, because you know you're going through like independent stockists and, and retailers. But if we can help out with anything, it'd be my pleasure to to help out where possible, and I'll do my best to help. We've also got coming up in the 8th to the 10th of July, London Film and Comic Con. And that's a biggie because that's at London Olympia. Uh, that's part of Showmasters. That's the, 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 the crown jewel event of the year. Um, and back in 2019, I managed this, uh, an area of the show that they had down called the Star Wars Zone. And within that... It was uh, a focal point for all all things related to Star Wars. And you had like uh, costuming groups and activities all related to Star Wars there. Plus also access to fan created content. So like news sites and podcasts and things like that. And it was so successful that I've been invited to do it again. So at the request of Showmasters, we'll be running the Star Wars Zone again in a few weeks time. So if you've not been to london film and comic con get yourselves down there it's an amazing it's all day friday saturday and sunday there's a whole heap of star wars guests they you know they this is the show where they get the big a-listers down for it and i can't even remember who they've got because i don't really do the autograph thing but i'm sure that there's there's some big name star wars guys that are there for it but star wars zone we've got returning again fan for tracks you'll be able to meet the, the team at Fanther Tracks and they will have um, a whole showcase of bits and pieces that are going on and you'll be able to like uh, um, meet the team and talk about some of the things that they've all been working on. You've also got the costuming group. So you've got the, the most recognized is the, the, the UK garrison. Uh, they'll be in attendance, but you've also got the Rebel Legion and also the Mandalorian Mercs as well. Um, Rebel Legion are bringing like a, a Tanti 4 corridor. Uh, so you'll be able to like get yourself uh, pictured on the blockade runner, which is quite cool. And there'll be a few other sort of like sets and, and bits and pieces. Also got Darth Elvis, who if you've never come across before, Darth Elvis or Greek Robertson, as he's uh, known by on, on the, the nine to five and on uh, Desert Planet Discs podcast. He'll be doing he'll be doing a two set performance on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, and he in the style if you've never come across him he's uh, a, a, an awesome performer in the style of Elvis singing songs that you know some of them are Elvis hits and some of them are are, are, are other classics but he's he's changed the wording uh, to have a Star Wars twist uh, there are plenty of other things that I cannot quite announce just yet but I'm sure that they will be announced via like Generation Skywalker but most of all most of all you guys are going to be there as well yes which is absolutely fantastic so the Generation Skywalker team will be at London Film and Comic Con. So anybody listening to this, if you've been a fan of any of the shows, if you've been a fan of all the content, if you've been a fan of all the reviews and even like social media groups, like all of like the polls and things like that that have been going on, this is your opportunity to come and see the guys. And I'm sure the team, again, probably can't talk about it just yet. I've got a, a, a few nice things planned out, but I I believe you guys, I, what I can say is I believe you guys are going to be doing a live recording panel as well on one of the days. So if you want to, if you want to come and be part of a podcast or, or, or participate, there's your opportunity there. But yeah, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be hot. It always is. It's like you're like melting, uh, but it's such good fun. And last year, last year, 2019, collectively, we were, we were raising money in the zone for Angelman, 
Great Ormond Street Hospital and the Alexander Devine Children's Hospice. And I think it was just short of £3,000 that was raised over the, the last event for, for all three of those um, groups, uh, which is phenomenal. So not only is it great fun, not only is it a chance to kind of see fan created content, you know, and all these the, the, the great stuff that we all enjoy and love. Not only is it the, the Comic Con and all the guests and everything else that, and all the other sellers that are there, but we're also raising money for some worthy causes as well. Plus the running Stormtrooper. He'll be there. <laughs> Handsome chap. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to be wearing it all weekend. Oh, yeah. oh, it's going to be We're really hot. You're dripping. I, have, I can reveal, though, that um, I don't know if those of you listening, if you remember a few months ago, I emailed Lee Ward from The Good, The Bad and The Robots. Lee has actually, I've received it today, I've got it in my hand. I'm not going to say what hot toy it is, but he's actually sent us a hot toy to give away at the event. So we'll, we'll, we'll figure out how we're going to give that away. But if you want to win yourself a hot toy, get yourself down to Olympia that weekend and you've got a good chance of yeah bagging yourself a hot toy. That is amazing. Now there's an incentive in itself. That really is good. Yeah. David, I'm a little bit cross with you, though, because I want to talk about your toy shop, and we have spoken about the toy shop, but you've failed spectacularly to do something crucial. Uh, you can visit us at www.allthecoolstuff.co.uk or give the shop a bell on, if you're within the UK, 01425 650 or come visit us at 64 High Street in Fordingbridge in Hampshire. Perfect. Thank you very much. <laughs> There's the phone number. Pick up the phone. Give them a call. Go on to it. Yeah, once again, all the cool stuff.co.uk. So many different things, which I'm looking at live now. And uh, yeah, get it done. And like Dave says, we will be posting heavily on social media in the coming weeks with everything we've got lined up. Once we, uh, once we figure it all out, we'll, we'll start, we'll start telling everyone what it is we'll be up to. Yeah. I mean, gen- genuinely, it was the last one was such a great vibe because what you had were the things that we had put in place yeah because really like the costumers formed the backbone of this so it was all built around the costumers but then you had all the people that turn up um that are then like oh well this is where i'm hanging out for the whole day you know and and they're in their costumes as well and where we've been talking a lot about obi-wan for this episode there was an amazing what was his name was it the second sister in rebels yes the Uh, one uh, oh what's her name played i can't think Yeah, maybe now. Sarah, Sarah Geller, was it Sarah Geller? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there was an amazing second sister, and I was like, oh, you know, that's amazing. You know, so you, it's like, are you part of the garrison? And they were like, oh no, no, we just like come in. It's like for now, you know. And their outfits were absolutely phenomenal. So you get all like all these. There's a wamper walking around at one point, and it's like, you know, where I said it was like really hot. I mean, that person must have been absolutely dying in there. But um, yeah, there was it, it was such a good vibe. It was really fantastic and, and very much well received. You know, there was like uh, product displays. Um, there was like Lego displays. There was um, a little toy exhibition for what was the 20th anniversary of the Phantom Menace at that point. So now the 20th anniversary of Attack of the Clones. So I think Jez has got to put himself to work to where he's been saying that he loves all of these uh, Attack of the Clones rediscoveries and stuff like that. There, there, there could be some content related to that sort of thing there as well. And and then also, you know, by this point, we'd have wrapped up Kenobi. So everybody would be like, 
hyped about Kenobi and then looking forward to like Andor and the Bad Batch and things like that. So yeah, it's, it's a lot to look forward to. And if you guys can make it and you just love TV and film in general, you, you'll, you'll absolutely love the show. And Dave, thank you so much for involving us in it and inviting us down. I know we've not done it yet, but in case we don't get a chance again, so thank you in person on, on the podcast. We, I'm sure we will <laughs> take yeah. the opportunity now. Well, I mean, you guys have, have, have literally, it, it, it can never be said enough what you guys have been doing is is phenomenal work and not to necessarily pigeonhole yourself in one area of like this fandom you've been going you know in, into areas and i think what's really nice is literally as, as what's been discussed is like the rediscovery or the discovery of new things gets you excited and enthusiastic about it so that really 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 came across when you started off the modern way and i can tell you i was in lockdown i, I was like literally like 10 feet from where i'm sat now and i was painting the brickwork out the back and i was listening to the 40th anniversary empire show and you were talking about the probe droids and how you know disney had done one but then also black series had done yeah. one and and you were all and i remember i was up at the ladder like painting some breeze blocks and i was like listening to it it's like wow this is really cool because it's not something i'd associate you guys ever talking about this sort of stuff and then you went one further to then do the book month and that was really really cool i don't really get to read or or you know i'm not into the novel side of things but i listened with great interest to all of those because it covered covered the whole spectrum but also it was making it was pushing you guys as well because you weren't necessarily all necessarily familiar with the things that you're going to be talking about so you were having to research it yourself there was the funny bits in there where it was like talking about like the um the fan votes for the covers and stuff like that you know you so you're bringing in you're bringing in like you know elements that are fun in there as well and then you're doing like attack of the clans you know and this is what i mean you've probably done more in that one month and how um lucasfilm and disney have done full stop for acknowledging the attack of the clans and you had like a celebration i know they did a panel and stuff like that but it, that's what you would expect them to do at the very least you know there's not been like a, a continuous program of this stuff so folks that are listening to this you've never had it so good you know you really are spoiled with the amount of content that goes that is pumped out by everybody as as a whole but like the 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 fan communities literally do not get the spotlight shine on them enough so it's nice that show masters take that opportunity or advantage um take that opportunity to 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 give that platform and 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 give that like that 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 sounding base to be able to do it because so much work goes into any of these things nobody gets paid for it It, you know so we're all we're all suckers (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it, yeah. it, it, pro- it pro- proves that we we genuinely love the stuff because you know we're all involved and and things change you know things migrate you know attitudes people what have you but like fundamentally it's still revolving around this whole thing which is still the concept of generation skywalker you know it's a generational thing so you guys you know i can't give you enough credit so by having you there if you weren't there it would be it wouldn't be the same so um you're you're absolutely integral to to being part of any of that sort of thing well it's really kind of you to say thank you yeah <laughs> well a great endorsement we'll have to um, we'll have to we'll have to do a skywalker blast just for that yeah, I think. just put that at the beginning <laughs> oh no don't thank you <laughs> no, it's appreciated we, we appreciate all feedback good and bad but that's really good thank you I love you. I know. 
So there we have it, guys. We've, we've made it to the end. We've covered a lot of ground. If you could add one of those items to your collection that we discussed tonight that you haven't already got on pre-order, what would you be selecting? Jez, put you on the spot first. Yeah, okay, the uh, Sideshow Iron Studios Cab Bane. It's just amazing. It looks brilliant. It's so well sculpted. I love it. For me, it would actually be the Lego Degabar. I just really like it. It's, I think it's just really nicely done. And it's it's exactly the sort of thing that would just sit on a bookshelf and is more ornamental rather than a playset. Um, but I think it's just done really nice and simple. Reminds me of the Micro Machine playsets as well. So it's not exactly done to the scale of, of what it was on the set, but it's like done for the purposes of like this is a Lego product. You know, with the wing of the X-wing there, and you've got like the hut and like the the, the characters in the jungle, uh, the sort of like the, the the vines all hanging down. Yeah, I, I just really like it. I, I, that would be the one for me. It would have been the Luke Besbin, but as I've got that on pre-order, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cheat. I'm gonna go with the Lego as well. I'm gonna go with the Death Star trench one though. I really like that. I think that's a, a nice. game like you already said. Yeah, I think both it'd great. really yeah. cool up on a shelf, wouldn't it? The Dagobah uh, yeah. one reminds me of the Ewok Village one which they did with those sort of hangy down bits i remember doing that with my son but yeah just seeing the wing coming up out of the swamp yeah that's really it's lovely isn't it yeah it's just a nice little touch you know it's just really nicely done and presented as well where you've got like the actual black rimmed base you know it's not a toy it's not on a base plate it's it's done in on a plinth like that so yeah i think it's 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 just lovely and and just really really tastefully done so um yes come and find us over on facebook come and search for generation skywalker and seek us out there we've also got the we are generation skywalker group which is a uh, a private group but you can you can join that and we'll one of us will let you in so you can come and talk to us about star wars and and see what's going on we're also over on twitter come follow us on twitter and over on instagram and recently myself and jez have set up two instagram pages i've set up a modern page that focuses purely on modern collectibles if that's your bag come and find that that's jen underscore skywalker modern and imaginatively jez your vintage one's called jen underscore skywalker underscore vintage funny old thing so, yes, yeah, so we've got dedicated page now. They're both linked to our main Instagram account. But if you have a preference one way or the other, please come and, yeah, or, or even follow both pages and, and see what we've got going on over there. If you can't remember any of that, please head over to www.generationskywalker.com where you can find links to all of our shows and all of our social media pages. With that, it's goodbye from myself and it's goodbye from Jez. See you next time. And it's goodbye from Mr. Dave Tree. Thanks for having me on, guys. And goodbye to everyone out there listening. Thank you so much, Dave. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's been brilliant having you on. And we are Generation Skywalker.